champions are crowned in both boys' tennis and girls' golf, and volleyball has a beast in the East. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Lower Peninsula boys' tennis and girls' golf took center stage this past weekend, and 60 teams and individuals walked away with MHSAA state championships. On the golf course, Northville led the way in Division I, winning as a team by 12 strokes over Plymouth. Division I was played at the Meadows in Allendale. Plymouth had maybe the most unique tournament finish, as twins Bridget and Grace Bozer finished 1-2 and two on the individual side. In Division II, Dearborn Divine Child shot a 691 as a team, nine shots better than second place Byron Center. Gabriella Tapp of South Lyon was the individual medalist at Bedford Valley Golf Club. Bloomfield Hills Cranbrook Kingswood was the top team in Division III. Playing at Forest Acres West in East Lansing, Cranbrook held off Gross Eel by six strokes. Lauren Timp from Macomb Lutheran North finished first individually. Her play included a red-hot 66 in round one. And in Division IV, Montague finished first over Lansing Catholic by virtue of the fifth score tiebreaker. Both schools shot a 675. Ann Arbor Green Hills freshman Mia Melendez beat Michigan Center's Cameron Shannon by one to capture medalist honors at Forest Acres East. Read about all four division tournaments by going to secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Grand Blanks Cross Dobbs. In a 30-6 win over Lapeer, Dobbs had an 11-yard touchdown run on offense and four sacks on defense. Lapeer came in averaging almost 50 points per game, but Dobbs and the rest of the Bobcats shut them down while giving Grand Blank the Saginaw Valley League title. And to the Birmingham Marion volleyball team. Marion won the Beast of the East tournament, one that included five of the top 10 teams in Division I, four of the top 10 teams in Division II, and the top team in Division III. Marion is the defending D1 champs and is playing some great volleyball just two weeks from the start of the 2021 tournament. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. A soccer team is racing towards the opponent's goal, and after a couple of nice passes, they find the back of the net for a 1-0 lead. As soon as the goal celebration starts, the coach of the team that scored excitedly motions for one of his players to come off the field. The assistant referee sees and hears this and counts the number of players on the field. As he realizes that the scoring team had 12 players on the field at the time of the goal. What's the call? The referee should disallow the goal because there were too many players on the field and restart the game with a goal kick by the team that was scored on. The extra player on the field receives a yellow card and the score is back to 0-0 or 0-0. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the tennis courts, there were three first-time winners of the four team champions crowned. In Division I, Troy won its first MHSAA tennis championship. 
Strong play and finals wins from their number two and three doubles teams helped Troy hold off Bloomfield Hills and Northville for the trophy. There was a first-time winner in Division II as well. Birmingham Groves won the D2 title with Forest Hills Northern second. Groves had previously finished runner-up five times before breaking through this year. We had the opposite of a first-time winner in Division III. Cranbrook won a repeat title and their sixth title in seven years. They got individual wins from number four singles, number two doubles, and number three doubles. Detroit Country Day finished second. And in Division IV, Traverse City St. Francis won its first tennis finals championship. Individually, St. Francis won titles at number two and three singles and at one, two, and three doubles. Gross Point Woods University Leggett was second. You can read about all the action from the tennis finals at secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Every touchdown. Fires and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Every basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dear. Every goal is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. Hello and welcome in here on GetStuckOnSports.com live from Jackson County, Parma Western High School. Getting ready for what would be a little bit of an unusual game, a 5.30 kickoff between the Richmond Blue Devils and the Parma Western Panthers. Joined by my broadcast partner, Dennis Stuckey. Dennis, it's uh, not too often we do a varsity game 5.30 on a Thursday, but here we are. Here we are, and uh, it's uh, a beautiful setup here at uh, Parmer Western. Very uh, impressed. We both were, really. We were looking over the situation, and it kind of reminds us of almost like a college uh, setting. So like a small D3, yeah. Real nice uh, field here, and uh, everybody's been uh, real nice to us so far, but the game hasn't started. And it, <laughs> it, you know, I, I'm interested to see what we're going to get here tonight because I think on paper we've got two similar football teams. Yes, absolutely. But uh, you look at the weather, it's I wouldn't say it's raining. It's almost like a mist. Uh, maybe a little rain later in the game if the forecast doesn't hold up. It's a, it's a nice grass field here. Looks like it was well taken care of, much better than the conditions I saw last weekend. But, Dennis, uh, we can talk more about it. But like you said, on paper, two very even teams. Well, uh, I got to talk to Richmond coach Sean Misko for a bit about this and try to get a little insight to a team that, well, to be frank, is very unfamiliar to the Blue Water area team. So when we come back, you'll hear my interview with Coach Sean Misko here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, joined by Richmond head coach Sean Misko. Coach, a unfamiliar opponent to say the least, going to Jackson County Parma Western, a Thursday at 5.30, a weird scenario for a weird team. Just tell me about why you're playing that Thursday at 5.30 and about uh, Parma Western. Um, <clears throat> well, so, you know, originally getting them on the schedule last year, it, uh, you know, we're looking at the new playoff system and, you know, it's to our benefit to play teams that are bigger, obviously, uh, whenever we have the opportunity to. So um, they were open, so we made a one-year contract and picked them up. Uh, but we were told on Sunday night that there was an official shortage in the area. Um, and so we tried to navigate a bunch of different ways to do it. We even offered to host here, but uh, it's their senior night, and their athletic director said, no, we'd like to really, really play here. And uh, neither of us were interested in a Saturday game, so we kind of settled on Thursday night. Um, 
you know, so we'll see how that goes. 5.30 time slot, a little different, and with the long bus ride, you'll be leaving Richmond middle of the afternoon. How do you try to keep your kids focused with just weird circumstances, to say the least? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think it's all about, uh, you know, just maintaining our goal orientation, right? So, uh, you know, every one of the kids in the program knows uh, how important the game is. And, uh, you know, we talked yesterday because we weren't sure until yesterday of the schedule. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, listen, guys, it doesn't matter. You know, we could play tonight, right? And we'd know that what's on the table is what we got to get done, right? And so um, the kids are all on the same page. We had a great week of practice. And, uh, you know, the goal hasn't changed, right? It's how to get the best possible seed in the playoffs and, you know, how to, uh, you know, do our very, very best every time we get a chance to step on the football field. Playing such an unfamiliar opponent, I guess these kids wouldn't have any preconceived notions. Playing in the BWAC, you kind of have an idea. Okay, Almont's supposed to be really good. This team's supposed to be down. Like, you have an idea of what you have or you think you do based on brand. For this game, neither team knows who the heck either team is. How does that filter in playing such a out-there opponent? Um, Well, I mean, it definitely – I think you'll be able to tell right away, uh, you know, which team was able to do better film work. Um, Because obviously – you know, I have no expectations for what they are. Um, you know, I can watch all the games in the world of, of another team play, but, you know, until you see them on the field, you know, and get a real feel, uh, you know, you don't, you're not quite sure. So, um, you know, we've done a ton of extra film study on, on trying to get ready for this particular opponent. And, you know, we think we have their system down. Unfortunately, it's a system that we're, you know, not super familiar with here in the BWAC. Uh, you know, but I do enjoy, you know, playing someone that's unique. Uh, it does offer you know, kind of a, a new experience. And, you know, like you said, uh, you know, I'm going to be playing Elmont every year forever and I probably am going to know what to expect. So um, it does bring, uh, you know, an added element of, of surprise uh, to the to the week. Let's talk about your team for a little bit. Uh, middle of the season had a little, a few bumps in the road, but the last two big games, you've been in them. North Branch, you were in, in the fourth quarter. Elmont was a back and forth game. Talk about how the season has gone and what the kids need to do. It seems like the last two weeks to just finish that fourth quarter right right yeah that's uh you know definitely been our, our message um you know we knew coming into the season that uh you know our second half uh was going to be quite a bit tougher um you know which obviously you know our record kind of shows that that trend but uh you know the big message has been you know how do we put our kids in the best position to be successful and you know we've tried to make some uh, unique substitutions in certain situations because obviously you know, when you're asking several kids to go both ways for an entire football game, you know, that, that's what happens against North Branch, right? We, uh, you know, if we're, we were wore out. <laughs> that, that fourth quarter, we were, our defense was exhausted, and, uh, you know, we got it. We, we put a better game plan together last week for, uh, for Elmont, but uh, unfortunately, you know, a couple plays got away from us in the first half, and, you know, even two more in the second half, and uh, obviously the weather didn't help our style of offense, but, uh, you know, the big message to all the kids, and they've been doing a great job of, you know, understanding, like, what's my role? You know, how can I, if I get two plays, 10 plays, 20 plays, you know, how can I be, you know, impactful, right? And that's what we're trying to do. Well, last question for you. Who are the kids you want to see step up? And as a team, what do you have to do to go get a win in unfamiliar territory? Um, you know, uh, this week in particular, uh, there's going to be a ton, a ton of stress on, uh, you know, Blake Esselink and uh, Kevin McCurin in our defensive ends. Um, you know, I think that they have the athleticism and ability uh, to, you know, wreak havoc, so to speak, against an offense like this. Um, you know, but it'll be, you know, can they win the battle with their tackles? And, you know, can we keep that quarterback contained? Uh, you know, which uh, hopefully, 
as a defense, that's our number one goal is just keep that quarterback in the pocket and, uh, you know, make him beat us with his arm. <clears throat> and, you know, offensively, we're just going to kind of keep trying to add just one or two new things a week. Obviously, we got some younger players uh, starting a couple freshmen over there. And, you know, it's uh, it's been a work in progress, but I think our offensive output's, you know, improved over the past uh, several weeks, and we'd like to keep that trend uh, rolling. Coach, thank you for your time. Good luck against Parma Western. Cool. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grant. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Two big games to close out the high school football regular season. 
Next Friday night, the St. Clair Saints travel to Marysville to meet the Vikings for the 69th time in their storied rivalry. Dennis has the coverage on Stream 1 from Walt Braun Viking Stadium next Friday night. On Stream 2, Brady will be at East China Stadium as the Marine City Mariners take on the Fighting Irish of Pontiac Notre Dame Prep in a battle of two teams with high playoff expectations. Kickoff for both games is 7 p.m. Live on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back here to GetStuckOnSports.com. Moments away from kickoff between Richmond and Parma Western. But before we get to kickoff, Dennis, let's get to our Michaels Car Center keys to the game. Michaels Car Center, your dealer for the people. Dennis, in this matchup, a very unique situation. What are your keys to the game? All right, uh, number one, first and foremost for the Richmond Blue Devils tonight, if they want to be victorious in this ball game, they've got to take care of the football, uh, Brady. Uh, turnovers have been a real bugaboo and issue from time to time for uh, Richmond. Hang on to the football, establish a run game, get Saligan going here early, and I think they'll be in uh, good shape. The other key here is Blue Devils 2-0 and when Brady does the play-by-play, 0-2 when I do it, so Brady's got the call tonight. Yeah, um, I've been the good luck charm for the Blue Devils. I guess if I could add one key to that, Dennis, is be able to adapt. It's been a weird situation all around. One, you're playing on a Thursday. Two, it's at 5.30. The officials took a little longer to show up. It's a misty afternoon. There's no scoreboard today. So the officials are keeping the scoreboard down on the field. We're going to do our best to let you know. We're going to be guesstimating on the time. And, uh, well, there's also not a big crowd, Dennis. I said to you before we went on the air, it feels like last year in a COVID game where they only let so many people in, and especially on the Richmond side. I mean, you're asking a, a community to drive two and a half hours on a Thursday to play a 530 game. It's going to be a little different. And, and it's cold, uh, and this is new to us. The first seven weeks of the season, uh, we didn't have – bad uh, weather blue devils are going to get it first though uh, brady and i, I think that's uh, an important part and they've got uh, dangerous guys back there and saligan and i think uh, they've got either uh, graham or uh, taylor back there with them that might be graham he's the smaller guy i believe yeah that is number 21 trey graham looking at the uniforms of richmond in their road whites with the blue stripe down the side blue helmet with the art the pitchfork through it uh parma western uh, burgundy tops gold bottoms gold helmets 
if I had to liken this to the college game, it almost looks like Penn State versus Florida State, Dennis. Yeah, and uh, good luck with these uh, Richmond uh, jerseys by the end of the first quarter because <laughs> they're going to get a little uh, dirty tonight. Is a grass field here at George M. Baker Memorial Field, although in much better conditions than other fields we've been at. Looking at you, Armada, they had to play in the slop last week. As Dennis mentioned, Parma Western kicking off to Richmond to start this game. Richmond going to be returning left to right. Saligan and Graham is back inside their own 10 as we get the official's whistle. The run-up and the boot, and it's going to be a short kick to the up man caught at the 22, taking it up the middle of the field, cuts back at the 30, and gets upended at about the 32, and that's where the Blue Devils and freshman Anthony Benetti will take over in this ballgame. Yeah, short kick there by uh, Tinnerman, and then uh, a nice return by Harris getting what he could get. When you're not expecting to get the football, uh, and he kind of made the shortstop running out into shallow left <laughs> catch on the ball. He did a good job there. This is decent field position. Yeah, they, they tell you on those short kicks, if you're an up man, get it, get as many yards you can, give the offense the ball. First and 10 from their own 32-yard line is where Benetti and the Blue Devils take over. Takes a snap, hands off to Saligan, tries to cut inside the right tackle, maybe gets a couple yards to the 35, second and eight coming up for Richmond. Richmond comes out in that pistol uh, look there, uh, Brady, and uh, they've got guys that can catch the football, and Benetti's really done a nice job, you know. He's been thrown into a tough situation, and he's handled it very well, and no matter what happens the rest of the way this season, this is so valuable for this young man for the future. Second and eight from their own 35. Twins left. Benetti out of the pistol. Saligan to his right. Hand off again. This time left tackle. Got room to work. Up across the 40. Spins out of a tackle near the first down marker. And the one side judge is giving it to him. The other looks like it's a bit short. And they do give it to him. Ball placed just inside the 45-yard line. First and 10, Richmond. Good sign through two plays. That was a nice run. They just basically Saligan right, Saligan left. As it's first and 10 from their own 45. And Dennis, I know Benetti right now is a freshman, but at the end of the season, you're not a freshman anymore. You're looking as a sophomore and a guy with a lot of experience against a lot of talented teams in the BWAC. Again, twins left, man to the right of Benetti. That's Saligan. Snap comes, another handoff. Saligan looks for a cutback lane, finds it, but not much more. Gets met just past the line of scrimmage at the 47. Gain of two, another second and eight coming up for Richmond. Uh, again, heavy dose of Saligan here early on, and, and I like this because in the games that I've seen Richmond play this year, they fell behind early, and Saligan was not a factor in those games, and we know what he can do, Brady. Keep feeding him the ball, and eventually he'll break a big run. The two I saw, he broke multiple big runs as the Blue Devils trot up to the line. Second and eight from their own 47. Benetti out of the gun, drops back, looking first pass of the game, has time and fires it to no one in particular. I think he was looking for... Number 24, Kevin McKernan, and a flag comes in late. Dennis, I think that's pass interference. Well, and that's a break for Richmond. Uh, number one, McKernan wasn't open, and there were three defenders around him. That's a dangerous ball that, uh, you know, Benetti will learn. He doesn't have to throw that one. He can look for somebody else or throw it away or, or tuck and run. Uh, but he kind of forced that one, but Richmond gets a break on the – 
the penalty call. I will give him maybe a little bit of credit as it is officially pass interference against Parma Western. It'll put the Blue Devils into Panther territory. He might have been trying to throw it away, just throwing it at the feet of McKiernan. But as we've learned, Dennis, thanks to uh, this week in high school sports, no uncatchable balls in high school. So the pass interference stands. First and 10 from the Panther, 38-yard line. Richmond moving the ball early. Saligan to the right of Benetti. Twins left once again. Snap comes, chest high, hands out to Saligan. He's met in the backfield. He will lose about three yards there. Panther defense didn't give Saligan a chance. Led by number six, Mitchell Williams, sophomore linebacker. And that's the first negative play for the Blue Devils. Yeah, Hansinger was in there too, and he's a big uh fella that takes up a lot of space so Saligan really didn't have a lot of room to maneuver it'll be second and about what'd you say Dennis 12 from their own 41 yeah again, I'll, I'll call it 11 with no scoreboard here yeah again no scoreboard no clock so we're going to do our best a few minutes into the first quarter as once again out of the gun Benetti dropping back looking to his left clean pocket firing down the field has a man in Graham and it's just outside of his outstretched hands looking for a flag route on the sideline falls incomplete third and long coming up from the Blue Devils from their own 41. I think that's a tough throw Brady but Graham was there and if mm -hmm. they hook up that's a big play for Richmond maybe even a score. It looks like the rain, or I guess mist, has subsided a bit. But you look in the uh, north end zone, Dennis, that flag is moving pretty good. It's uh, windy down here at Parma Western. Yeah, definitely the Blue Devils are going into the breeze. Third and 12 from the Panther 41-yard line. Trying to keep this opening drive going for the Blue Devils. Snap comes to Benetti. Looking, looking. Blitz comes from Western. Firing it down the field. has got a man diving attempt, and it falls incomplete. Ooh, that was Hitzelberger, and I thought he was going to come up with that at first, uh, Brady. But Benetti slipped there. Did you notice that? He dropped back in the pocket, and already uh, you, you see a Richmond player, as he was trying to set his feet, he slipped, and he regained himself and let it go. Um, but that might be something to keep an eye on, that the field conditions maybe are already deteriorating. Thought he made a pretty nice throw despite that. It's a Davenport on to punt. Big man boots it with the right foot, and it will bounce at the Panther 20. Takes a Panther hop, goes out at about the 24-yard line. And after a little initial success for Richmond, they're forced to punt, and their defense will come out as Parma Western led by senior quarterback Nolan Wheeler who will get their first chance on offense here. Uh, if I had to guess, Dennis, with about eight minutes left in the first <laughs> quarter since, again, scoreboard not working. We don't have a clock yeah. up uh, for this game. Yeah, and, and that was, uh, you know, that's not a bad opening drive for Richmond. They had uh, some success, moved the ball a little bit, got Saligan involved uh, early. Now, Wheeler's the key here, I think, for uh, Parmer Western. Wheeler out of the pistol. Twins to his left. Snap comes. It's going to be an option and wrapped up in the backfield. Someone got a paw on him and didn't let him go. Looked like number 50, Blake Esselink. And Dennis, you heard in the pregame, that's someone that Sean Misko said needs to come up big. And he did there. Loss of one, second and 11 coming up for the Panthers. Well, obviously, Richmond needs a guy to be spying Wheeler all night. Mm -hmm. the, the offense goes through him. They'll throw. They'll run, uh, and uh, we're told when they do throw, Cole Wilcox 
is the guy that you want to keep the ball away from. 0-0 here, minutes into the first quarter. Parma Weston with their first possession of the ball game. Wheeler, pistol, look again. High snap, pitch to the left. Looking for room to run, cutting up, and up to about the 35-yard line. That was number seven, Cole Wilcox, and he got just enough for the first down. Needed 11, got 12, first and 10, Parma Western from their own 35-yard line. And you can see he's a different kind of fast on that run, mm-hmm. uh, Brady. He was accelerating as soon as he got the ball, and he's quick. From the left hash, first and 10, Parma Western. Wilcox split out wide to the right. Wheeler out of the pistol, one man behind him. Snap comes, be a pitch to the right. Cutting up is number seven, Wilcox. He's got the edge across the 50 into Blue Devil territory. Breaks a tackle across the 45-30 and eventually pushed out of bounds all the way down at the Richmond 25. Dennis Wilcox is going to be the man to stop if the Blue Devils want to have success on defense. And they shifted him into the backfield, and they've run two running plays to him, and he's got 52 yards on two carries. That is efficiency. First and 10 from the Blue Devil 25-yard line. Parma Western, their first possession of this game. After getting a defensive stop, trying to get the first score of the game as Wilcox comes out of the game temporarily. Yeah, that's good news. (laughs) It will be... Wheeler out of the pistol, one fullback behind him. Snap comes, screen to the left side, caught. That's number 21, Heavey, cutting to the outside across the 15 to the 10. It'll be a first down, make it first and goal. Parma Western, Dennis, they are moving the ball down the field here early against the Blue Devils. Yeah, uh, nothing uh, tricky there, just a little uh, throw out into the flat to uh, Heavey, and uh, he did most of that. that that's basically, a, a, uh, they get past yardage, that's a run play. Yeah, it, it's an extension of the run game is what you'll hear. Parma Western waiting no time from the eight-yard line. Pitch to the right, cutting up inside number 40, Neely, and he gets across the five into about the four-yard line. Gain of four on, on first down. Parma Western waiting no time. 0-0 zero, zero, about midway through the first quarter. Wheeler out of the pistol. Again, Neely the back behind him. Snap comes, handoff middle. Neely got tripped up immediately. Good job by, I believe that was number 24, McKiernan that got in there, Dennis. Yeah, they're going no huddle, and this is the shortest shotgun I've ever seen a quarterback line up in. It is a very, very close pistol. Third and goal from about the three-yard line, Neely. Out of the pistol, snap comes, option right, going to be a QB keeper. He runs into his own man and falls down, no gain, maybe a loss of one. And now it's decision time for the Parma Western Panthers. Dennis, that Richmond defense gave up some big plays, but they stood up when they needed to. Yeah, well, Wilcox is back on the field, and it looks like he might be in the backfield here. That's the guy that I'd be looking for. Fourth and goal from the Richmond four-yard line, Parma Western. Putting the chips in the middle of the table, trying to get this first score. In the backfield is Raskowski. Under center, or excuse me, pistol to Wheeler's pitch out to Raskowski. Cuts up the middle inside the left tackle and flies over the goal line into the end zone. Touchdown, Parma Western. 6-0 they lead here midway through the first quarter. Boy, they move uh, quick, or at least they move quick on uh, that uh, drive. And you can see that they've got some skill players uh, with some athleticism. And Raskowski went flying through the air into the end zone there on the five-yard score. That is Putting it mildly on to kick is Tinnerman for the Panthers. 
Good snap, good hold, and it splits the uprights to make the score 7-0. Parma Western, after each team touched the ball once, Dennis, the Blue Devil defense started to stand up a little bit. They just needed one more play and couldn't quite get it. Yeah, that I, I'm impressed with that uh, drive, and uh, Parma Western uh, showed some different looks. They didn't throw the ball there, and they found a way to get their best receiver involved in the uh, offense. So that, that was uh, a real impressive uh, drive by them. Richmond had some success offensively. They just couldn't quite finish that last drive. They're going to have to respond here. Set down seven nothing early in the third early in the first quarter, I should say. Well, I mean, I don't know the personnel as well as the coaches uh, do for Richmond, but they came out, they ran the ball, and then the first time Saligan got stopped for negative yardage, they started to throw the ball, and the drive kind of slowed down at, at that point. I just feel like you just, Saligan's your most dangerous weapon. Just keep giving him the ball and let him do his thing. Parma Western on to kick off. Again, it's Graham and Saligan back to return. And again, it will be a short kick. This one going near the sideline, bounces near the numbers, and eventually rolls out of bounds. Dennis, that was, that was almost a peculiar situation. Well, he's uh, interesting. Timmerman, he, he runs up like he's going to kick it left-footed, and then he kicked it with his right foot and uh, and just kind of chipped it in the opposite direction. Um, too far downfield for his team to get there, and it rolls out of bounds, and Richmond will end up getting the ball uh, out at the 35-yard line. First and 10 from the 35-yard line of Richmond. Freshman Anthony Benetti comes out for his second drive of the ball game. Out of the gun, twins either side. Saligan the back to his right. Four or three down linemen for Parma Western. Hand up off the middle to Saligan, and it goes nowhere. Maybe lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Second and ten coming up from their own 35-yard line for the Blue Devils. But that's all right. I, I like the, the scheme. Get them spread wide and uh, then try to get uh, – Saligan the ball and give him some room to run through. Just got to open a hole for him now. Second and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Near the right hash as the Blue Devils break the huddle. Benetti out of the gun, same formation, looking to the left. Quick shot and a miscommunication. He wanted McKiernan. He did not look back in time. It falls incomplete, brings up a third and long. Well, they had three guys open on that play. McKiernan was running the route. That's who they were looking for. But Hitzelberger was in the same area. He was open, and Trey Graham on the near side of the field. Nobody was covering him. Third and ten. Dennis, you talked about it. You want to stay in front of the chains. And a no-gain running an incomplete pass. Makes your offense one-dimensional, and when you have a freshman quarterback, you want to keep them out, keep the defense honest and not let them pin their ears back. Trips to the left, one man to the right for Benetti. Snap comes looking left, under pressure. Fires over the middle, wants Graham, and it's through the hands Ooh. on the far sideline. Dennis, that looked like another nice throw. Yeah, it looked like that ball should have been caught, and Graham kind of put his hands up on his helmet like, oh, man. He was at the 40, and they were chasing him. That, again... Could have been a Richmond score uh, if he catches the pass. 7-0 Parma Western. 
little more than midway through the first quarter. Again, no scoreboard operational here at Parma Western High School. As Hudson Davenport on to punt for the second time here in the first quarter. Low snap, catches it. One step, big boot. And calling the fair catch is Oliver. He'll do so back at his own 28-yard line. And the Richmond defense comes out once again to try to rectify some wrongs from last the last possession. That was a good kick by uh Davenport kind of forced Oliver into the fair catch and really when you you look at it he had room to catch that ball and do something with it I think he panicked because it was such a high punt Hudson Davenport has been a very nice punter he's kind of been boomer bust though sometimes it goes out the side of his foot but when he connects it goes a long way Wheeler will work out of the pistol. Snap comes, pitch to the right side. That is Laporte, tries to cut up and know where to go. Dennis, that is a huge loss on first down. That's going to be a loss of eight. Back to their own 20-yard line. And I was just going to say, this is an important series for the Richmond defense. You don't want to come out and go down two scores right away in the football game, and that's a big play on first down by uh, the Blue Devils. First and or second and we'll call it 18 from their own 20-yard line. Wheeler in the pistol, one man back, one man split out either side of him. Snap comes, it's going to be a pass. Looking, looking, plenty of time. Screen dumped off over to Heavey. Heavey cuts up, gets past the first down at the 40. More room to work across the 50 into Blue Devil territory. And uh, after a very nice defensive play, Dennis, a better play call by Parma Western on second down rectifies that TFL and gets him into Richmond territory. Yeah, 33 uh, yards to uh, Heavey on uh, two passes. Uh, uh, he has 50 yards, and they probably the ball was in the air for five yards out of that 50. 7 nothing Parma Western. They get into Blue Devil territory for the second time in this first quarter. As you look, Wilcox moves into the backfield. Pistol look for Western. Pitch comes to Wilcox, left side, has room to work, tries to cut outside, and he's tripped up. Great ankle tackle from number nine, Colin McAllister. Dennis, he misses that one. That one might get out the gate. Yeah, because Wilcox was just starting to shift gears. He gets a really good spot there. Uh, Ooh, I don't, Wow, they gave him an extra yard. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 that was about a three-yard gain, and they gave him four. But you can see that if Wilcox – Gets on the loose, he's going to be tough to catch. Second and six from the 43-yard line. Triple option, keeper for Wheeler, runs over a defender past the 40, gets near the first down marker, and I believe they're going to say he's short. Not by a lot. Third and a shaven hair. Ooh, they moved him up again. Now they're going to say it's a first down. Yeah, they really did... Uh, from where they were standing and then where they set the ball down. That was a, a couple of, I think, favorable marks on the last two plays. 7 nothing. Parma Western leads with a few minutes left to go in the first quarter. Again, no scoreboard operational. Twins either side of Wheeler, one man behind him. High snap, hands off to the fullback, ball's on the turf. Richmond falls on it. They get a big break. Number 35 for the Blue Devils, Joey Simmons, is in the right place at the right time, Dennis, and that's the break Richmond needed here early in this ballgame. They needed that a lot, and that was uh, Caleb, or Caden Oliver rather on the, uh, the carry, and the high snap, I think, threw the whole thing off, and he never really secured the ball, and uh, somebody hit him, and it popped right out, and the Blue Devils were there to get on it. They needed that. 
Dennis, you know this as well as I do. The triple option and option football is all about timing. It wasn't there, and Richmond takes advantage of the dropped handoff. First and 10 from their own 37-yard line. Trips right. Benetti out of the gun. Keeper to the right side. Gets across the 35. Tries to get the edge. Gets across the 40 and gets a few extra yards ah. all the way up to the 45. Flag in the backfield, Dennis. That's where that groan comes from. Yeah. A nice run's going to be negated. And Anthony did a really good job there uh, on that to play, and he was patient, didn't panic. But where that flag is, this is going to end up being a big penalty because it's back behind the line of scrimmage at the 34. So Richmond is going to get pushed back to their own 24 here, and they don't need this. Jackson Parma Western leads 7-0 here with, I presume, a couple minutes left in the first quarter, Dennis. <laughs> Hard again, to say. Again, we apologize. No scoreboard here at Parma Western that is working. They do have a scoreboard. Just couldn't get it working correctly. It'll be first and mm. a mile. 23. 23, yeah. They're on their own 24. They need to get to the 47. Dennis, we mentioned it, staying in front of the chains. This is the exact opposite. Although, Benetti has had open receivers, and there's been a share of the blame why they haven't connected yet. Trips, yeah, he's had a couple of balls that should have been caught. Trips left, one man to the right, Saligan to the left of Benetti. Out of the gun, snap comes, looking, looking, clean pocket. Keeps it going up the middle across the 25, gets to the outside, slides down at the 29. And Benetti made the safe decision there, just got a few yards. Gain of, we'll call it five to the 29. Yep, that's where they'll spot it. Second and 18 coming up for the Blue Devils. I actually like that he made his decision quickly. He felt the pressure. He felt like he didn't have time to set up and throw there, so he didn't hesitate. He just said, okay, I'm going to run as far ahead as I can get. Parma Western has some big boys on the defensive line. Let's give some credit early to the Richmond offensive line, at least in pass protection. They've done a good job keeping Benetti upright. Second and 18 from their own 29-yard line. Twins either side out of the gun. Benetti puts a man in motion. Graham right to left and miscommunication. Sean Misko is going to burn his first time out of the half. Now they're going to regroup here. I, I would like uh, here on second and long, I think this is a good situation, Brady, to think about um, a draw play with Saligan or maybe some sort of a screen and try to get the ball in, in your guys' hands. I don't hate that either. Again, about trying to look. They have one of those AAU basketball scoreboards in the booth, and I think it says about 153 left to go in the first quarter. Again, we apologize. 7 nothing. Parma Western leads over Richmond on a 5.30 kickoff on a Thursday. Dennis, you've been doing this a long time. Is this your first varsity football game you've done at 5.30 on a Thursday? I think it's uh, the first varsity football game I've done 5.30 on any day of the week, <laughs> even, a, even a Friday or a Saturday. A unique situation. Uh, Richmond just got the ball back after a Parma Western fumble on their second drive. Again, they trail 7 nothing. Blue Devils come out second and 18 from their own 29-yard line. Trips to the near side. Benetti works out of the gun. Saligan, who has left one man to the far side. That's Hitzelberger. Snap comes looking for Hitzelberger on the slant. Caught. He avoids one tackle, gets across the 40, stays on his feet across the 45, and he did enough to get a first down. Dennis, the yards after catch there and yards after contact for Ben Hitzelberger, that's all effort, and that gives the Blue Devils a first down from their own 49-yard line. That was a good throw, too. Um, he didn't have a, a lot of room, and he threw a dart 
and Hitzelberger in traffic came up with it, and then very heady run after the uh, catch for a 19-yard pickup. First and 10 from their own 49-yard so 20-yard pickup. They gave them the 49 there. Richmond trying to get on the board. They've had some success offensively. It's come in spurts. Stay in front of the chains now. Twins right, tight end left. Two tight ends left to be exact. Saligan to the right of Benetti. High snap, hands off Benetti, or Saligan left side. Gets met at midfield, maybe a gain of one. Not a lot of room for Denny Saligan. Dennis, they've gone to him a lot on first down, and I think Parma Western's keen on it. Well, he had 12 yards on his first two carries, and now he's got six carries for still 12 yards. 7-0 Jackson Parma Western leading Richmond late in the first quarter. Again, no scoreboard, so we'll give you the time as best as we can. It is second and a long nine, we'll call it, Dennis. Yeah. From the midfield stripe. Benetti again works out of the gun. Looks like we have a new back in there. That's Jackson Jones. They're going to try the power back. Jones, he gets through the first line, gets across the Parma 45, up near the first down marker. He'll be a couple yards short. But, Dennis, they go to the power back for the first time today, and it nets them a gain of about eight yards. Yeah. Jackson Jones is, is a nice uh, counter to Saligan's uh, run game, and we've seen Jones put up some big numbers in some games this season too. Be third and two from the Parma 42. And it looks as if Richmond is going to wait this quarter out. I believe they will. So at the end of one, Richmond trails Jackson Parma Western 7-0. We'll have second quarter action coming up for you right after this here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Third and two for Richmond. Snap comes. Just a simple handoff up the middle to Jackson Jones. He's met at the line of scrimmage but carries a defender just far enough to get a first down to the 40-yard line of Jackson Parma Western. Dennis, nothing fancy. Did enough to move the sticks. Got the job done. Uh, Jones is a, a bigger back than Saligan. A little, little beefier. Uh, good speed, though. He's a quick kid. 
7-0 Parma Western lead. Snap comes Benetti on first and 10. Rolling out to the right. Plenty of time. He's looking for the home run towards the end zone and out of the outstretched hands of Hitzelberger. Couldn't quite get on the same page. Dennis, they wanted it all there on first down, and I like that they broke their tendency. Second and 10 coming up. Well, I was uh, in the break calling for that play on the third down <laughs> and then come back on fourth down, and, and they, they just did it uh, in reverse there. Uh, and again... Um, it's there. They just haven't hooked up yet. Like Hitzelberger, again, seemed to have the step on the defenders. Yeah, I, I agree. They've had a few open receivers down the field. See if they connect. The wind's still whipping around a bit. Uh, in the at least looking at the flag at the south end zone, seems to be at the Blue Devils' back. Again, Parma Western leads Richmond 7-0. Blue Devils have it second and 10 at the Western 40-yard line. Twins right, one man in the backfield, tight end right. That back is Saligan. Snap comes, handoff Saligan left side. Being patient, looking for a hole. He tries to find one. He gets maybe two yards down to the 38-yard line. Sec third and long coming up for Richmond. Yeah, it's going to be third and nine uh, here, but uh, again, I'm not going to complain. Keep giving Saligan the, the ball. Don't shy away from it because he only needs one hole to turn uh, a not-so-good night into a good night. Dennis, third and nine from the from the Parma, 39. Is this four-down territory? Do you not do you necessarily not have to go to the sticks here? Uh, yeah, I, I think you, you get as much as you can here on third down because fourth down is an option. Twins right, Saligan to the left of Bonetti. Out of the gun, high snap, looking, looking. A little bit of pressure, he's trying to escape, and he goes down, back in. Oh, no, they're going to say the ball came out? Or it was intentional no. ground. So, okay, here's what happened. Benetti got sacked. He did not get the ball out before the, he threw it or got rid of the football. Flag came out late, and I think they're going to get intentional grounding, although it should have been a sack. But then they didn't blow the whistle right away. Make me think it was a fumble. Either way, it was a bad play for the Blue Devils. Well, the referee didn't blow his whistle because he was reaching for his flag and throwing it out. He was calling grounding uh, on that uh, play. Now they're going to pick the flag up. They're going to say it was a he sack. Was, yeah, they're going to say he was down, his knee was down, down by contact. That was number 75, Dominic Hossinger. D Dennis, you mentioned him in the pregame. A big, big boy for Parma Western. Davenport on for the third punt as they as the Blue Devils still trail Western 7-0. Good snap, one step, almost blocked. Towering kick and another fair catch called at the Richmond 20-yard line by Caden Oliver. Dennis, this Richmond offense, they get it going, get it going, get it going, and then one negative play pushes them back and they can't recover. Yeah, and, and they're just like, they're just off. Brady, with some of these pass plays, they've had a chance for some big plays. Now the onus is back on the defense. They got the turnover last time, but they really haven't stopped the Panthers from moving the football yet. 7-0, Parma Western leads Richmond. Third possession of the game for Wheeler and Western. Out of the pistol, two men out to the right, one fullback behind him. Snap comes, triple option, keeper, Wheeler, breaks one tackle, gets across the 25-30, got room to work, 35-40, 45-50, foot race, he gets behind the safety, 30, 25-20, 15-10, 5, touchdown, Panthers, one play, 80 yards, 
Triple option. Dennis should have been a one-yard gain. Turns into an 80-yard touchdown run. Well, I and I thought Harris was going to get him around midfield, and Wheeler pulled away from him and won that uh, race rather easily. So Wheeler's got some deceptive speed. He does, and I do think that it wasn't the best angle taken to tackle him. And that, pff, as quickly as Richmond got the ball back, they give up a touchdown, make it 13 nothing, pending the extra point early in the second quarter. Well, that'll be a tough one to recover from. Good snap, good hold, kick, splits the white uprights, goes into the empty stands in the end zone. 14-0 Jackson, Parma Western. That's an ugly kick, but it counts. Cooper Tinnerman, the kicker, but uh, Wheeler there with a, a backbreaker because, again, I, I feel like Richmond's played well enough to not be down 14 to nothing in the football game. However, um, it's Parma Western that's making the big plays right now. Exactly right, Dennis. Uh, game of inches. How a couple inches here or there? Richmond has two long touchdown passes. Well, I, I think on the on the one, Graham's got to catch the ball. On the other one, Benetti overthrew uh, an open uh, Hitzelberger. But if they can just figure that out, Brady, I, I mean, they. It, it's not like Parma Western is blatantly, obviously the superior team here. No, we've seen games where teams are outmatched and you can tell right away. Richmond looks like has as much talent. Western's just making the plays right now as they're getting ready to kick it off. Tinnerman is kicking it to the far sideline, and once again it'll bounce near the sideline and go out of bounds, and the Blue Devils will take over at their own 35-yard line. All right, well, let's see if they can uh, take advantage uh, here, uh, Brady. And like you say, they've moved the football a little bit, but the key is anytime Richmond has gotten knocked back, they haven't had an answer for it. And when Parma Western was uh, knocked back, they got a 33-yard pass play on the next play. Yeah, exactly, Dennis. 14-0 Parma Western leads. Uh, seeing if I can look over. Looks like just under 10 minutes to go in the first half. You're not wrong. This is These seem like two evenly matched teams. Western's just taking advantage. Spinetti comes out once again. He'll have trips left. One man split out far to the right. Saligan with him in the backfield. Snap comes. Play fake to Saligan off the right side. Benetti tried to be patient, and that Panther defense swarmed all over him. Be lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Second and 10 coming up for Richmond from their own 35. All right, did I see that wrong, Brady? Richmond had three receivers to the left, and there were only two defenders over there. But, of course, Richmond was running a play to the other side of the field. I, I to be honest with you, Dennis, I didn't catch that, but – You've done this longer than I have. I'm going to trust your eyes there. The, the Blue Devils had three guys over there, and I only saw two maroon jerseys. It looked like Graham was in the slot, totally uncovered, and they never even looked that way. Could have been zone coverage from Western. Can't tell you. Looks like kind of, again, looks like they're manning up. Trips again to the left. Benetti takes the snap, hands off to Saligan, bounces off one would-be tackler at the line of scrimmage, gets just past the line of scrimmage, a gain of about three, third and seven from the 38-yard line. Third down upcoming for Richmond. A lot of third and longs here for the uh, Blue Devils, uh, Brady, and they really haven't been able to convert too many of them. No, and Dennis, I, I up here we're saying, hey, don't be afraid to keep taking a shot. Don't be afraid to keep taking a shot. But when they fall incomplete like that, it puts you behind the sticks. 
Richmond facing another third and seven from their own 38-yard line. That's going to be tough. Once again, they come out trips to the left. That includes Hitzelberger, Graham, and McKiernan. Snap comes, looking left, looking, fires, dropped by Graham. Hit him in the hands, just couldn't get it. Don't He tried to turn and run just a little too fast, Dennis. Yeah, I should have caught it, but you know what, uh, Brady? The route wasn't long enough anyways. Even if he catches that ball, they're not getting the first down. No, it looked like it was supposed to be a stick route. They had to get to the 45, turned around about the 38-and-a-half-yard line, and Hudson Davenport on once again to punt. Back again to recur return is Caden Oliver. High oh snap goes over the head of Davenport. He tries to pick it up, and he gets tackled back down at the 17-yard line. Are they saying he was down? One official was ready to run with the Panthers into the end zone, and no, the side judge said he was down. First and 10 for Parma Western inside the Blue Devil 20. That you cannot have. Yeah, uh, uh, that was the wrong time to get a bad uh, snap there, and that's... Going to put it down inside the 20-yard uh, uh, line. They're they're lucky that it wasn't a scoop and score there, although I think it was the right call. I think Davenport had the ball, and they knocked him. He was down on the ground, so the play's over at that point. 14-0 Parma Western. They take over first and 10 from the Blue Devils 17-yard line. Wheeler out of the pistol. Puts a man in motion. Snap comes looking for the pass. Fires a fade to the right side. One-on-one, -on -one and it's incomplete. That's Oh, I was going to say that's great coverage. That might be and against Wilcox, Brady. That might be because I thought that was textbook, Dennis. That might have been intercepted. Taylor's uh, pleading his case down there. I thought I was with you. I thought he did a good job and that Wilcox grabbed him on the shoulder to try to get around him and reposition himself. Let's await the call. Now they're calling it against Richmond. Wow. I, I disagree with this call. Yeah, uh, Trey Taylor a little upset, and I think he's got a right to be. Dennis, he turned his head around. He went up for the football. I don't know what, what they want Trey Taylor to do there, if we're being honest. Well, I mean, Wilcox grabbed him on the shoulder pad and pushed him out of the way to try to catch the ball. Dennis, you know uh, your, your family <laughs> has officials in it. The defender has as much right to the football as the offensive player, and that one I thought should have been a no call. Either way, it'll be first and goal from the Blue Devil 9. Sometimes you got to make your own luck, put yourself in bad situations. A little bad luck makes it worse. First and goal from the 9. Wheeler out of the pistol. One man behind him, that's Oliver. Man in motion, Wilcox. Jet sweep, far side, trying to find a hole. Pushed back, he's chased out of bounds, and that's going to be a loss of about four depending on where he went out of bounds. Good job. Just keep stringing out that run, stringing out that run. Loss of a few. It'd be second and goal from about the 12-yard line for Parma Western. Yeah, that was uh, McAllister who did a great job making sure Wilcox could never turn the corner there. Because he wanted to. He was looking, and people just kept bouncing it out, bouncing it out. Western looking to add on to their 14-0 lead here midway through the second quarter. Second and goal from the 12-yard line. Wilcox split out wide to the right, one-on-one -on -one with Taylor. Wheeler out of the pistol. Offset back to the right, puts a man in motion left away. Wheeler rolling out right, wants to pass. He does, fires, and it's caught at the 10 and falling down at about the 9-yard line is Wilcox. Hey, Dennis, you'll take that. He had no time to run. Gained up three, third and goal from the nine-yard line. Yeah, that uh, that play didn't hurt Richmond at all. That was – they got back what they lost on the play before, and now it's uh, third down and right where you were when you 
You started third and goal from the nine. From the right hash, Parma Western working left to right. It will be a pistol formation. Oliver behind Wheeler. Wilcox split out to the right. Out of the pistol. Fakes the handoff inside. Triple option. No, it was given up the middle. Did a good job fooling me, but the fullback, Oliver, had nowhere to go. Gains about two or three yards, and that brings up fourth and goal in decision time for Parma Western. I think they're going for it. I, I think they ran that play knowing they were going to go for it on fourth down. They had a fourth and goal earlier in the game, and they converted. Richmond looking for a big stop after a botched punt put the Panthers in good field position. Fourth and goal from the six-yard line. Wheeler out of the pistol. Snap comes, looking for the pass. Fires to the right side, incomplete. The Richmond Blue Devil defense stands tall, and Dennis, they needed that. That is a big-time step up from Richmond defensively, especially after the bad snap and especially after an iffy pass interference call. Yeah, trying to get it through uh, Rezkowski, and it was Hitzelberger on the coverage. And if you want my honest opinion, Brady, Hitzelberger made more contact with the receiver than on the play that was a penalty. <laughs> First and 10, Richmond from their own six-yard line. Now you have to build on the momentum, Dennis. You just Your defense stepped up. You have a long field in front of you. Make it, Take advantage of it. See what you got. Benetti comes out. Saligan, the man to his left, twins the short side on the left. Handoff Saligan right side, cuts up the right tackle. Had a hole for a second, gained about two yards down to the eight. Maybe the nine if they're feeling generous. Second and about seven or eight coming up for Richmond. I like the idea that time of trying to get uh, Saligan outside. Uh, most of the run plays have been uh, between the tackles. Uh, and that time they tried to bust him on the uh, outside. I think it's real important for Richmond to get a couple of first downs and, and shift the field position, too. You are absolutely correct, Dennis. 14-0 Parma Western leads Richmond. Richmond just had a fourth and goal stop after a bad snap on a punt. Put their defense in a bad spot. Second and eight from their own eight-yard line. Dropping back. Benetti fires deep over the middle, caught by Taylor at the 38-yard line. He's tripped up across the 35, down to the 40. Excuse me, he was caught at the 32. But, or excuse me, that was McKiernan. That was 24, not 28. And Kevin McKiernan on the big play, Dennis. Hey, if nothing else, gets them out of the shadow of their own end zone. Yeah, that's a 31-yard pickup there, Brady, at a much-needed time. So apologies to Kevin McKiernan. And I, I have no excuse. Richmond has one of the most readable uniforms <laughs> in the area. That's just my bad. First and 10 from their own 40-yard line. Bonetti out of the gun. Hands off. Saligan, nowhere to go. Oh, he found a hole. Gets across the line of scrimmage. Gain of three. Dennis, that looked like that was going backwards three yards. Instead, Saligan, the patient runner he is, finds the hole, picks up three, makes it second and seven. But that's, you know, that's why I like to keep giving him the ball because, Brady, it, it, you, when you see him slip through like that, you're thinking, oh, here he goes, and, and he's going to be gone. But somebody was there uh, that time for the Panthers to uh, stop him after a three-yard gain, but that very easily could have been a 60-yard gain. Every man in a maroon uniform knows where number 20 is in white. Five and a half minutes left to go in the second quarter. Parma Western leads at 14-0. Richmond, after a fourth down stop, trying to get some momentum. Twins left. Saligan left in the backfield. Bonetti, high snap, looking, wants the screen instead. Going to take a deep shot down the near sideline. Wants Hitzelberger, and it's incomplete. 
just out of the reach. Hitzelberger trying to politic for a flag, and I don't think he really had a case there, Dennis. No, I think he would have been better served to just continue to accelerate and try to run uh, through that uh, ball instead of uh, he, he kind of made a move to see if he could get the contact and the call. Yeah, and I didn't think it was that bad, maybe a little overthrown, but if you dive, you have an outside chance of catching it. As it stands, though, third and seven for the Blue Devils from their own 42-yard line, 43 about. They need to get to the midfield stripe, Dennis. Feels like a big third down here in the first half. Yeah. Benetti, two out of ten, and, and Brady out of those ten, what, maybe two bad throws? And we're going to get a timeout from Richmond, but I agree with you. The stats are going to say Benetti's playing a lot worse than he is. For a young man, a freshman, I think he's showing a lot of poise. He made, what, one bad throw, and he actually got bailed out with a penalty on it? Yep. Yeah, uh, and uh, two good uh, throws to McKiernan, and the other one was to uh, Hitzelberger. And, and like I say, he's had at least two, maybe three balls dropped here in the first half. Four and a half minutes to go in the first half. 14 nothing. Parma Western leads Richmond. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday early evening game between Parma Western and the Richmond Blue Devils here on GetStuckOnSports.com. I'm Brady Beaton with my broadcast partner, Dennis Stuckey. Blue Devils trying to get a little momentum here on third and long. Now Parma Western gets the ball to start the second half. Touchdown here, I mean, just going into the locker room, you'd feel a lot better about your half because Richmond hasn't played that bad. Yeah, I, this, uh, this, uh, this would be a huge boost if they could pick up a third down conversion here and keep the drive alive and get closer to midfield. Third and eight from their own 42-yard line. Benetti out of the gun, motions. Jones out, wants a screen, and he gets oh. hit in the backfield. Number 82, Gib Gibson French. Was not fooled by the pump fake and hit Benetti just enough to go down. Another third down sack will force another Richmond punt. Loss of seven uh, there on the play. Uh, Jackson Jones was waving his arms. He was wide open. I Brady think he and Benetti was a, never saw him. I think that was a decoy, Dennis. I think they wanted them to fake the screen and they wanted to go for the deep ball because, to be honest, the long developing routes have been there for the most part. Parma Western just drew up a nice blitz there, got the pressure, and knocked Bonetti down. Davenport back to punt again. This time a low snap, he gets it. Booming kick. Line drive more, so bounce at the 35. What a bounce for the Blue Devils all the way down to the Parma Western 20. And that's where Jackson Parma Western takes over. Up 14-0 here, a about three and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter, or second quarter, rather. Richmond did a, a, did what they needed to do there. They got that possession at their own six-yard line, and they turned it around, Western starting at their own 20 here. But back to that last play, like I know what they were trying to do, mm -hmm. but in that situation, the heat coming, uh, I, I think the better part of Valor there is throw it to your decoy guy. I think they would have gotten a first down and more. First and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Parma Western, man in motion, Wheeler out of the pistol. Pitch to the right side, flag comes in, going to be against the offense. That is Raskowski cutting it up across the 25 out at about the 27, but it really won't matter. And as a flag came from the back judge, it's got to be legal motion, Dennis. I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, that was, he threw it too quick for it to be a hold, right? I mean, it's, it's not a hold. He's in no position to call off sides unless there's too many men on the field. Shift. Yep, illegal shift. It'll make it first and 15. 
So first and 15 from their own 15-yard line. But here's been one of the differences, Brady. When it's Richmond first and 15, they've struggled. Parma Western has uh, been able to shake these uh, penalties and mistakes off and get big plays on first and second and long. First and 15 from their own 15. Snap comes to Wheeler, tosses it to the right side again. Excuse me, that's Oliver this time. Bounces off the right tackle, gets across the 25, across the 30 to the 32. Dennis, you called it right there. First and 15, a gain of 17 for Caden Oliver on the pitch play, moves the sticks, and the penalty does not is all for naught, really. Yeah, uh, just it, it, that's at least the third time we've been in that situation where you're going, all right, Richmond's defense has got them in a, in a spot where they can get the ball back here quickly, and no, Parma Western's had an answer every time. About three minutes left to go in the first half. Again, no working scoreboard here at Parma Western, but the Panthers have lit up the scoreboard a bit if it was working. 14-0, they lead over Richmond. Wheeler out of the pistol. Snap comes, pitch to the left side. Wilcox, he gets stood up in the backfield. It looked, like, it looked like the scene from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> he tried to bounce out the outside, and there was a couple Blue Devils there to stop him. Loss of four, second and 14. Uh, they lost almost six there, I think, uh, Brady. And, they put, yeah, they put Rich, it back at the yeah. 27. Rich, yeah. Richmond keying a lot on uh, Wilcox. That was weird. That was a shotgun power eye formation. <laughs> it's been a little different today, all aspects. Out of the pistol with twins either side. Wheeler, snap comes, pitches it to the outside, or should be, say, a screen. Gets across the first defender, across the 35 to the 40 was Raskowski. Gets a lot of that back, brings up a third and short with about two minutes left to go in the first quarter. Right now, Richmond's just trying to keep the score 14-0 going into the break. Third and two coming up. Hurrying up, Parma Western. Short pistol look for the Panthers. Twins either side. Wheeler goes with the ah. hard count, and they got him. They got Blake Esselink. He, You could see he was ready to go. He wanted to make a play, and the first hard count of the game gets Richmond. Will move the chains for Parma Western. First and 10 from their own 45. And that's the real killer there is it gives them an, an easy free first down without having to snap the ball or do anything. Parma Western with all three timeouts under two minutes to go. Tight twin formation for Western. Wheeler, two-yard pistol snap, triple option, hands it to the fullback, uh, Oliver, and he spins off a one tackle, falls down at about midfield, and Parma Western will burn their first timeout. They'll have a second and five coming up on the other side. I don't want to call it home cooking, uh, Brady, and certainly the officials are not why Richmond's down 14 to nothing. No, not at but all. But some of these spots are ridiculous. He, he did not make the 50-yard line, and the ball is at the 50. Yeah. Again, nowhere near the difference. It's been four <laughs> yards, but you're right. It's like, all right, I, feel, I, question, I question myself. I'm like, all right, down at the 48. Okay, second yeah. high from the 50. Had they put the ball down at the 49, I'll buy it. If they put the ball down at the 50, I ain't buying it. No. <laughs> 14-0 Parma Western leads Richmond. Under two minutes to go here in the first half. Both teams have been playing even. Parma Western scored on a fourth and goal play where they flew, the running back flew over the goal line, and it was an 80-yard touchdown run for Wheeler on a QB keeper, which, honestly, Dennis, should have been tackled two or three different times. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, again, the difference is when they've had to, Western has executed, and when they've had to, uh, Richmond hasn't come up 
with the execution that they need. It'll be second and five from the midfield stripe. Western will get the ball to start the second half, Dennis, so it's important you keep them out of the end zone here. You don't want them to have a three-score lead and get the ball to start the second half. Oh, it gives this game a way different feel uh, if Western gets up by three scores. Cole Wilcox, the most dangerous man on the Western offense, split out very short to the near side, twins out to the left. Wheeler, again, the two-yard pistol formation. Snap comes, looking to pass. He's under pressure, avoids one second. He's not going to avoid another. Going down by Kevin McKiernan. He stepped up in the pocket. There was no one to step up to. Give Blake Esselink a lot of credit. He forced him to step up in the pocket, helped out Kevin McKiernan, and that's a big sack. Loss of three, and Parma Western forced to take another timeout here before third and eight. Yeah, they'll have uh, one remaining. Richmond has one uh, remaining. And uh, this will be a third and long situation. And again, Brady, this is where the Blue Devils need to make a play on defense and get themselves a stop here. Uh, and if nothing else, get the ball back. Even if you don't score, get the ball back and run out the rest of this half and go in and, uh, and reevaluate down 14 nothing. Looks like 133 left in the first half. Again, Dennis, as you just mentioned, one timeout left for either side. Parma Western up 14 to nothing. And they get the ball to start the second half. Third and eight from their own 47. Dennis, you're right. Even just for the psyche of the team, getting a stop here mentally makes you feel good because you can exhale a little bit. And if I had to pick a, a guy for uh, Richmond to make a play here, I think McKiernan's been the best guy on the field for them here in the first half. Dennis, correct me if I'm wrong. Has Parma Western punted yet? No, because they had the fumble the one time. This is only their fourth possession, believe it or not. Third and eight from their own 47. Trips left. Dropping back is Wheeler. He can't avoid the sack, Dennis. You called it a big pressure. But this time, the big man, Hudson Davenport, takes him down. Back-to-back -back sacks for the Blue Devils are going to force a fourth and long. And the offense is staying out there? No way. Richmond takes a timeout, Dennis. I will just say... Uh, you can't. <laughs> Fourth and 11 at your own 44. I just don't think you, you can do this here. Or they just might be going, look, we don't think Richmond can move the ball on us, so we'll take our chances here. Nick Rulwicks, the coach for Parma Western, would be a braver man than I, Dennis. And as you know, we've talked about it on our show. I'm a pretty aggressive guy when it comes to football. I am not going to blame anyone for going it on fourth down. But fourth and 11, up 14 nothing, about 80 seconds left on the clock. You take your, your performance in the first half. You go to the locker room, high five, get some adjustments in and come out ready for the second half. Richmond has their defense out there. And I think the punter is coming yeah. on. Or we... Is Wheeler their punter as well? Yeah, and I, I was thinking, How many too, guys do they have on the field? I, I was thinking they might One, two, uh, four, line up on offense and do a, a quick kick, but he's going to drop back in a standard punt formation. They had eight guys on the field, and three guys had to run on from the sideline. Fourth and 11 from their own 44. This will be the first Western punt. Back to return is Trey Graham standing on his own 19. Good snap. Nice kick. Graham going to the far hash. He lets it bounce and lets it roll to the 15. He got dangerously close to touching it, and it'll be downed at the Richmond 15-yard line. And with about a minute left to go, Richmond gets the ball. Dennis, I'd expect maybe a few handoffs to Saligan to see if he can get anything going. I'd be surprised if they went for a deep pass here. 
you're, it's 14 nothing. Your defense has played pretty well outside of, really, the first drive in one play. Re- regroup in the locker room and get ready for half number two. I don't know, Sean Misko might take one shot here, and if it doesn't work, then they might run the football. But Well, it sure looks like it. Graham, McKiernan, and Hitzelberger split out wide to the left. Benetti takes a snap. He's going to look for a pass. Steps up in the pocket, running right, gets across the line of scrimmage, and half slides out of bounds after a gain of about one second and nine coming up from the 16-yard line, but he got out of bounds, so the clock stops. Keeps your op- options open a bit. I'm actually surprised they, uh, they stopped the clock there because I think he slid on the field. Of course, he's on the far sideline, so maybe he did slide it and is, land out of bounds. It is hard to tell on the far sideline. He's like, okay, I'm going to slide. Oh, wait, I don't need to. I'm going out of bounds. <laughs> and he did like a, a slide on the knees almost. It'll be second and nine from the Richmond 16. Dennis, I wouldn't hate a deep shot. Looks like they're going to go with a two-safety look. Manning up on the outside. They're trusting their DBs. Dropping back Benetti. Firing it way down the field. And that Ooh. time he wanted Trey Taylor. And he was a little too hyped up for that throw. Overshot him by about a dozen yards. He's got a strong arm. But, yeah, Taylor, uh, Jerry Rice. Nobody was getting to that. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Nobody was getting to that one. That was that was a good 15 yards beyond uh, the closest people to it. I mean, Dennis, he threw that from about, what, his own 10-yard line, and it landed the other 40? Yeah, he, he's he got a strong, strong arm. Third and nine coming up for Richmond on their own 16-yard line. They trail 14-0 in the final minute of the first half. Important play here because uh, Western does have a timeout left, I believe, Brady. Trips left, one man to the right. Snap comes, keeper for Benetti, runs off the right tackle. He gets past the 20, but nowhere near the first down marker. And Parma Western will use their final timeout. Will at least force the punt team to come on for Richmond. And let me see if I can see how much time's left. About 39 seconds, or did they not call a time? They did. Yeah, they, they so had about one 40, remaining. So about 40 seconds, the clock was still running. I, I don't I don't hate that. Anytime you can force a long snapper or a punter to go on the field, chaos can ensue, especially in high school football, Dennis. And Richmond's already had one today go over Davenport's uh, head to, I, to set up a short field. I'd expect Parma Western to send the house. Even if you rough the kicker and give them a first down, Dennis, they have 30 seconds to go 60 yards, and the way their defense is playing, I'd take that risk. They well, and Oliver hasn't returned a kick yet. He's called for a fair catch uh, on these uh, these punts. I mean, he could get them into good field position. Davenport back to punt. Seven men on the line of scrimmage coming after it. Western one step. Big boot to Oliver. He's going to go out of bounds. That's a perfect kick from Hudson Davenport late in the half. You don't let him return it. And depending on where they spot it, it will be in Parma Western territory. Dennis, they executed that punt really well. I've said it before. Boring special teams can be good special teams. Looks like, where are they going to give them the ball? The 45, so um, I'm still leery with Wilcox on the field. I am too. 27 ticks left on the clock. First and 10, Parma Western. They're up 14-0. Final half minute of the first half. And... Western going to run a play. Wheeler out of the pistol. Wilcox split out wide to the right. 
Wheeler, snap comes, fakes the handoff, just fires it over the middle and uh, sliding on his knees, Lincoln Reskowski almost brought that in. That's the second time we've seen a man lose his footing on this grass field, falls incomplete, second and 10 up, coming for Parma Western. You know, that, that was almost a great catch and everything, but I don't understand that play because you don't have any timeouts left and uh, I just think that kills clock. You got to go near the sideline. I agree. Snap comes Wheeler rolling out right, looking downfield. A little bit of pressure caught by Wilcox at the 45. Avoids one tackle across the 40 to the 35. Gets knocked out of bounds. Have about 15, 16 seconds left. Again, I apologize. No working scoreboard here at Parma Western. Trying to keep the time as best as I can. First and 10 from the Richmond 36-yard line. Dennis, from what we've seen so far, not a great kicking game from the Panthers, so I think it's going to be touchdown or bust here. Yeah, and they're in position now where they can start taking shots if they need to, and again, I wouldn't, I'd double cover Wilcox. Wilcox split out on the near side, lone man to the right of the formation. Now he's joined by another receiver. Play fake pass, almost intercepted by Harris. Dennis, he's made some risky throws over the middle. middle. Wheeler has. Second one, this drive where it was almost like a timing route. He didn't really look. He's just like, he's supposed to be here, fires it. That one was almost going the other way. Yeah, that's uh, that should have been picked off. If it does get to Ruskowski, he's going to score, though, Brady. I believe 12 seconds left on the clock. Second and 10 from the Richmond 37-yard line. Twins left. Wilcox, one of the two receivers, out to the right from the pistol. Wheeler snap comes, fakes the handoff, looking left. Fires it down the far sideline. Miscommunication and coverage. Caught into the end zone. Touchdown, Panthers. That was a miscommunication on the back end for Richmond, and that's a backbreaker at the end of the half. Yeah, and that's Wilcox that they throw the ball to. Who else? And oh. you, you just can't let that happen. Not that guy. Actually, I couldn't see. I think that was 24. Either way. There, oh, I, Heavey. Or, yeah. No, wait. Uh, sorry. Uh, Schneebel. 20 to nothing with seconds left to go in the half. Dennis. That's just a miscommunication. Snap comes, kick almost blocked, but it's going to be offsides by Richmond. I believe it's going to be a dead ball, so they'll force a re-kick. Trenton Schneebelt with that uh, 36-yard touchdown catch. And with less than 15 seconds left on the clock, Dennis, as a defensive back, you have let everything in front of you. You can force them down with no timeouts. You can't get beat deep. Looked like they wanted to be in zone coverage, and or he thought he was in zone coverage, and there was safety help behind him. There was no safety help behind him, Dennis. Yeah, and I got uh, fooled there because it looked like Heavey and Wilcox were running side by side. I really thought Wilcox 7 reached up and caught it, but it was Heavey. Snap comes a second time, kick is up a second time, and it is good a second time to make it 21-0 Parma Western with just five seconds left to go in the first half. Dennis, that is a backbreaker. Yeah, that one hurts a lot. Uh, and now you're looking at it, uh, if you're Richmond here at halftime, going, we have to have a stop to start the third quarter because if we go down four scores, Brady, this game's over. It's 21-0, Dennis. It hasn't felt like it should be a three-score game. But give Parma Western all the credit in the world. They get behind the sticks. They convert. They, they find a miscommunication in the defense. They convert. Richmond misses a couple tackles. They convert. 
they have taken advantage of the mistakes that Richmond has given them. Now, you know you're going to get a short kick here, Brady. Why wouldn't you switch out Harris and Saligan? Your blocking's not going to be there. That's going to be tough. If he wants to kick it out of bounds, Dennis, the way this game's gone, why not take a deep shot? Usually I'd say take an ego to the break, but you're down 21 nothing. See what you can get or run a screen to, to Saligan. You're going to have to go. You're going to have to get points at some point. I mean, just here on, on the kick, I, I, they're going to kick it over where Harris is. So put Saligan over there and let him pick up the ball. Line drive, squib kick. They're going to let it get all the way back to Saligan. Picks it up the 20, cuts to the outside, cuts up the 25, gets through one arm tackle, can't get through another. And I believe that will end the first half. It will after 24 minutes of play. Jackson County, Parma Western, 21. Richmond, nothing. We'll be back in a minute on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show to tell you all about it. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center. Center 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Gratiot, open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on original since 1923. 
Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Richmond trails Parma Western at the half, 21-0. Dennis, I guess they say a frustrating first half for the Blue Devil fans. You want to tell us how it all went down? Yeah, it uh, started out with a uh, Western uh, touchdown on the five-yard run by Lincoln uh, Raskowski flying through the air to get into the end zone. About midway first uh, quarter, we don't know the actual times of the scoring plays with the clock not working tonight, but it was 7-0 Western going into the second quarter, and they had two big plays in that second quarter. The 80-yard run by Wheeler, where we both thought he should have been stopped in the backfield, uh, and he turned mm-hmm. it into the score to make it 14-0. And then basically with about five seconds to go in that first uh, half, uh, they found uh, Schneebelt down the far sideline on the 36-yard pass play to go up uh, 21 to nothing uh, in uh, this one. Dennis, I think if you ask Sean Misko right now, missed opportunities is the, the word of the first half. Because you mentioned that second touchdown, Probably should have been a one-yard gain. That last touchdown, if you're in the right coverage, unless Schneebelt makes an amazing catch, falls incomplete. They had an amazing fourth down stop, Dennis. It's not too far of a stretch to say this could be a nothing-nothing game right now. Now, The only turnover of the game was by Parma Western. Richmond wasn't able to uh, capitalize on that uh, opportunity. They they kind of played a a bend-but-don't-break defense for Mm -hmm. most of the half. Uh, that last touchdown is a real backbreaker because it turns it from we played a really close half and if we just executed on a couple of plays, we're in this game, to, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do to keep from getting blown out now? Well, it seemed like in that first drive they figured out a little bit of the, I guess, unknown of Parma Western, made the adjustments, and they played good defense outside of a few plays, but you don't get anything for almost 21 nothing at the break. When we come back, we'll have some stats for you from this game. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, Network and Radio Solutions that work finding that missing shin guard remembering whether it's a home or away game getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with auto owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them we work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things like not being that fan oh come on ref that's simple human sense For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at JepsonCarCo.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N, car, C-O, dot com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Dennis, you're going to get me in trouble on the yeah, air. Yeah, that's what I'm trying uh, to do. 21-0. Parma Western leads Richmond at the half. A uh, game that I would say, at least by the eye test and feel, feels like it should be more like 7 nothing. But, Dennis, the stats tell a little bit of a different story. What do you got for us? Yeah, well, uh, Richmond uh, really didn't have much in the first half. But Benetti's, uh, I really like his arm, but he's just two out of 11 for 51 yards. Again, he's had some, he's thrown some nice passes today. Yeah, a couple of balls were dropped. I'd say they had at least three drops there in the first uh, half. Generously, M- yes. McKiernan, 31 yards on one catch. Hitzelberger, one catch for uh, 20 yards. But uh, where the Blue Devils have uh, struggled is two sacks for 20 yards and losses, and then the snap on the punt over Davenport's head was a 17-yard loss. So 37 yards and losses on three plays. So they only get six yards rushing in the first half. Uh, Saligan, 10 carries, 
22 yards, so he's only getting a little over two yards a carry so far well, for Richmond. You, you mentioned those sacks. Those both came on third downs, kind of in what, both near midfield, if not in Parma territory. Yeah. So just 57 yards for Richmond. Uh, Wheeler on the other side, six out of nine, 120 yards, uh, a touchdown pass, the 36-yarder uh, to uh, uh, Schneebelt. Uh, Wilcox, two catches for 21, so that's not too bad there. No. Uh, but uh, Dalton uh, Heavey had two catches for 50 yards, uh, and uh, Reskowski a catch for 13 yards. Uh, Wheeler, 78 yards on the uh, ground, and, of course, he had the 80-yard touchdown run that – comes up with all of his rushing yards on six carries. Uh, Oliver had 25 yards. He did fumble the ball once, uh, and uh, they ran Wilcox a lot early in the ball game, and he has five carries for 48 yards. So they had 154 yards rushing and 120 yards through the year. Well, Richmond offensively at least is going to have to figure it out in the second half. They trail 21-0 here at Jackson County Parma Western in week nine on GetStuckOnSports.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back with a little more after this break at the half. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Hustling around town to get the kids to and from practice? Want some of the best burgers on the go? Stop by A&W in Marysville or Elmont and pick up dinner for the whole family. While you're there, don't forget to grab a gallon of their famous root beer. Located on Gratiot in Marysville and on Van Dyke in Elmont. A&W, all-American food for the whole family. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, Think Mattress King. Did someone say fried chicken? Why, yes, they did. Need a quick meal for your family on the go? Stop in to Vinkier Foods in Wadhams or Elmont and grab an eight-piece chicken dinner meal for only $14.99. That's eight pieces of chicken, two sides, and rolls for only $14.99. Visit Vinkier Foods in Wadhams at the corner of Lapeer and Wadhams Road or in Elmont on Van Dyke. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, 
the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Here at the halftime break on GetStuckOnSports.com, Jackson County, Parma Western 21, the Richmond Blue Devils, nothing. Dennis, it has been a half of missed opportunities, and I know I've said myself I sound like a broken record, but there's probably half a dozen plays you can point to that go, if you just get another couple inches there, both offensively and defensively, this could be a different ballgame. But that is the difference in, mm-hmm. in the game is that uh, on offense, Richmond's been that half inch off on some of those pass plays uh, where Parma Western has hooked up on the big pass play and gotten the big run uh, play. Uh, they've just they, – plain and simple, on offense and on defense, Parma Western has made more plays than Richmond um, and – that's going to have to change to get different results in the second half. Absolutely, and you said it, I think, in the first quarter. When you look at this game, it, Parma Western isn't head and shoulders more talented. They don't have more athletic kids, bigger kids. They've just made a couple plays, and this is a game of inches, and four, five, six plays that you make, those stack up, and that's why they have a 21 nothing lead. Yeah, n- nobody has a size advantage. These teams are about the same size. Nobody has a speed advantage. They're about the, the, the same speed. But one team's executing and the other team not so much. Both teams getting ready to come out for their three-minute warm-up in the second half. And that's our cue to take our final break of the halftime. Again, 21 nothing. Richmond trails Parma Western. We'll be back with second-half action here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit AdviaCU.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. 
Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor michaels your dealer for the people dennis what are you doing i'm trying to do a commercial for michaels car center but there's so much they do like what well they do sales service and rentals they have a body shop they buy used vehicles they'll beat or match any deal plus there's guaranteed credit approval wow i knew michaels car center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years but with all that michaels really is your dealer for the people michaels car center 4371 4th Avenue, Fort Gratiot, open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com, getting ready for the second half. Dennis, I, I don't mean to sound simple and like no duh, but I think the key for Richmond in the second half is just execute. They're down 21 nothing. Parma Western gets the ball. Just make the couple plays. They've been in position. It's. I don't mean to make it simple, but it seems like just make the plays. Well, here's the thing. Number one, you've got to get a stop here uh, on this first possession of the third. You can't go down four scores, and you can't let Parma Western just march down the field and make it look uh, easy. Number two, when you get on offense, obviously you're down three scores. Yep. I think Richmond's going to throw the ball here in the second uh, half, but you can't forget Saligan. Every once in a while, you've got to keep him honest and give him because he's your best chance at popping a 50, 60, 70-yard play. He is, and these Blue Devils, if they win, would likely get another shot at rival Armada. Talking to the coaches, they really want that. And, well, they have to come back down from 21 nothing in the second half to do it. Matty Eunice on to kick the run-up, and he skies it deep into the night sky. And back to return is number seven, Wilcox. Takes it about his own goal line. Cuts up at the 15, bounces the outside, looks to get across the 20. He does. Now the 25 breaks another tackle across the 30, 35 before he's eventually oh. shoved out of bounds by Sam Denipole at about the 40-yard line. And... Hey, you gave your defense a chance, but you, you had a chance to tackle him inside the 20. Oh, Brady, if he gets by Denipole, it's a 99-yard kickoff return. 
uh, because see, he was going to accelerate and there wasn't anybody that was going to catch him. Wilcox definitely has the speed. He'll be lined up on the near side. A lone man split out wide to the right. Twins to the left for Palmer Western. First and 10 from their own 40-yard line. Wheeler out of the pistol. One man behind him. Puts a man in motion. Triple option, going to hand off, and he gets met in the backfield and doesn't get anywhere. Hudson Davenport, his second TFL of the game. Big man makes a play there. Loss of one, second and 11 coming up for the Parma Western Panthers. You know, when they've run that triple uh, option, uh, Brady, Richmond has stopped it all except the one 80-yard touchdown run. That's all it takes. Got to be very disciplined. Again, out of the pistol, Wheeler. Twins to the left. Wilcox, the lone man, out to the right. The back behind him, Caden Oliver. Snap comes, fakes the handoff to Oliver, looking. Wants Wilcox. He's got a step on the man, and it's caught at the 25-20. Defender falls down. Touchdown, Parma Western. Dennis, that's DEFCON 1 right there. Can't have that. Uh, 61 yards. Wilcox just outran the coverage. Uh, and that was an easy pitch and catch, and you knew that uh, once he caught the ball, that was going to be a score. You could see Richmond was in a run-style defense. There was no safety help over top, whether that was a missed assignment or by design. Wilcox just ran by his defender, got in 27 nothing, just about 45 seconds into the second half. I actually like the aggressive play call by uh, – the Panthers uh, there to uh, a lot of teams do change it up. You know, we're up by three. Let's run. Let's work the clock. They, they took a shot and said, let's go up another seven points. Uh, and also, I, I thought it was great play action by the, the quarterback. He made a really strong fake there. Yeah, without watching film, I, don't, I have to see why. But one-on-one -on -one coverage on the outside to Wilcox. The Panthers are going to look to exploit that at all times, Dennis. And uh, I am impressed by Cole Wilcox, as advertised. Like, a lot of times you go places and they tell you about a guy and you're like, yeah, okay, whatever, and nothing happens. Um, he, he's definitely as advertised. We were just talking with one of the assistant coaches before the game, and, and they said, if you guys are saying Wilcox a lot tonight, we're doing good things. Well, uh, we've said Wilcox a lot tonight, and they're doing good things, Dennis. Richmond going to get the ball back. Just, it looks like 50 seconds into the second half. Someone has to step up and make a big play. You have to score on this drive, Dennis, or at least it feels like you do. Yeah, well, I, I thought they needed a must-stop on uh, defense. Now they definitely need to uh, get points on the rest of their possessions because you might only get four or five more possessions in this football game. Pooch kick is to the far side, caught at the 35, and trying to get what he can. That's number 42, Austin Bergeron. He's eventually wrestled down at about the 39, and Richmond will come out on offense their first possession of the second half probably a little sooner than they would have liked. Well, like you're in a tough spot here, too, if you're uh, Richmond in another very questionable spot there. <laughs> he, he, he was at least a yard further ahead. But, um, you, you know, because they've had problems, Brady, with second and third and long, so – it's great that they got to throw the ball, but they've got to get some yards on first down. First and 10 from their own 38-yard line. Handoff goes to Saligan, gets wrapped up at the line of scrimmage, is able to squirm forward for a gain of one, second and nine, forthcoming for the Blue Devils. They trail it 28 nothing early in the third quarter to Parma Western after they hit the home run play on just the second play of the second half. Maybe uh, two 
Time to see a little more uh, Jackson Jones into the game, too, for Richmond. He did do some good things offensively when he was out on the field. Second and we'll call it a short nine from their own 39-yard line on the far hash. Twins left, and the running back to the left. Davenport goes in motion from left to right. Hands off Jones. Right side, got room to work. Cuts up the right tackle. Cross midfield. 45-40. Down the far sideline. 25. Breaks another tackle. Stumbling to the 10, 20 to 15 to near the 10. Dennis Stuckey, you're a prophet <laughs> as they get all the way down to the Parma Western red zone. What a run from Jackson Jones. Now they're going to set it down at the 14, it looks like. It was hard to tell where we went out of bounds. You can't see the the out of bounds line from where we are high top of the press box, which, by the way, beautiful press box here yeah. at Parma Western. 48-yard pickup there by uh, Jackson Jones. From the right hash, first and 10 from the Parma 14-yard line. Hand off left side. Jones trying to string it out across the left hash. He gets across the 15 just past the line of scrimmage. Called a gain of 2 to the 12. Second and 8 coming up for Richmond. Dennis. Not to be Mr. Obvious, have to get in the end zone. Oh, yeah. You, you, they, they got about, uh, what, here, 12 yards to go. They got to get the, these next 12 yards. They can get a first down if they get to the Parma four-yard line. Second and eight for the Blue Devils. They trail 28-0, need this score here early in the third quarter. Jackson Jones might be seeing a lot of the field. Hey, it looks like when the Jones came out, they were playing pass. Man, Jones made him play. He is a very good running back. He'll be to the left of Benetti. Twins out to the right. Snap comes. Handoff. Jones bouncing off the right side. Tries to cut it inside. Linebacker said not today, not again. Gain of half a yard, third and seven from just inside the Parma 12-yard line. And, and again, remember, your four downs here. I know Matty Eunice has... Uh, a great uh, leg, and this would be a chip shot for him. Field goals aren't going to get you back in it. So they've got two plays here to try and pick up about eight yards. No, maybe on this play you let Benetti roll out, use his leg, decide, hey, if I can cut it from a fourth in long to a fourth in about two, let him do it because obvious four down territory. Ball near the middle of the field. Second, or third and a long seven for Richmond out of the gun. Benetti dropping back, clean pocket, step up, throws, caught. No, it was oh. bobbled. Oh, my gosh, Dennis. Kevin McKiernan had the walk-in touchdown, and he just couldn't hold on to it. And they're going to send the field goal unit out. Oh, execution, Brady, execution. Oh. That's a touchdown. Oh. Just catch the ball. That's a touchdown. They, they made the right play call. Uh, Benetti threw a dart. Uh, it looked like McKiernan had it, and then all of a sudden, he was uh, I think he got excited and 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 dropped the ball. So I, I'm surprised they're going to try the field goal here. Wow, they'll probably make it and get on There's the board. There's no but. one in the middle of that defensive front for Parma Western as Matty Eunice comes on for a 30-yard kick. Would stay a four-score game. Low snap, hold up. It is high up, and it splits the uprights. And Richmond gets on the board. Excuse me, twenty-eight to three with eight and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Dennis, thirty-yard yeah. uh, field goal. There it wasn't an easy one for Matty Eunice because of the snap and the hold, and he banged it through there pretty good. So twenty-eight-three now after the field goal. But God, that that's another play that. If you just bring that in, it's 28-7, and you're feeling good about yourself. Well, yeah, they, they should have gotten a touchdown uh, there. Um, and this should, instead of 28-3, this should be 28-7 to 
uh, right now. And, you know, again, hey, Richmond's on the board, so they turned it into something positive. But I, I, again, uh, I would have liked to have seen them go for it on on fourth down. Who knows? When they come back and win it 31-28, it'll be because they kicked that field goal there. It's uh, that's that's a vote of confidence in your defense, I'd say, Dennis. Trying to get points on the board and trusting your defense can get a stop. And Matt Enos on to kick off. Hey, don't kick it to Wilcox. He's deep, lined up at about his own four-yard line. Kick is up. It goes deep, and it's going right to Wilcox, but he'll catch it in the end zone yeah. for a touchback. Kick it in the end zone. Don't have to worry about a return, Dennis. That's, that's a smart play there. Get the touchback. Make them go 80 yards uh, on you. And, and, again, the onus shifts. Richmond's defense. Let's get a stop. Let's get a three and out. Uh, let's get a turnover. Yeah, yeah. It's been big plays. Except for the first drive, Parma hasn't marched down the field. If they haven't gotten the home run, they really haven't gotten much at all. That's the that's the problem is stopping that big play from happening. And, ugh. First and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Wheeler out of the pistol. Triple option. Going to hand off to the back. Cuts up the field. Gets across the 25 down to the 27. Gain of seven on the play. And looks like there's a couple players slow to get up. I didn't see who it was on the carry, Dennis. All that motion. Yeah. I, I, was it Teneman? No, I believe that was number three, Mechanich. At least if it's lined up the same way. Second and only about five. Favorable spot there for the Blue Devils. Snap comes. Gun triple option. Trying to get something going. Won't do anything as Raskowski. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Third and five. Coming up. Big play here for the Blue Devils. Got to have a stop here. Got to have it, Richmond. Sam Denipool on the stop. This is the play that eluded the Blue Devils in the first half. They got one big third down stop, and I believe it was a either the Hudson Davenport or the Kevin McKiernan sack. I know they came back to back. I just can, cannot remember the order. Split out wide to the right. Wilcox looks like one-on-one -on -one coverage. Out of the pistol, Wheeler. Snap comes, rolling right. He's looking for Wilcox. Short route, caught at the 30, trying to cut it up. Good pursuit, and two Blue Devils ran into each other near the sticks, and Wilcox is able to split them, get down to the 35 for a first down. They were playing bail coverage, gave Wilcox plenty of room. Short little pitch, just did enough to get the first down, and it will be first and 10 from the 35 of Parma Western. They lead it 28-3 to here with about seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. And it's almost unfair because you're darned if you do and darned if you don't. If they're playing up on him, he's going to run past them and get the big play. Backed off like that, though, if he catches it, that was an easy first down. Out of the pistol, pitch to the left. He wants Oliver, cuts it up, doesn't get much more than a yard down to the 37. Second and nine upcoming for Parma Western. Dennis you got to have two guys over there on Wilcox because if you keep put asking Trey Taylor to be out on an island, he's a very nice player, but asking anyone to go one-on-one -on -one with a, a really good receiver is a big ask. Having someone over there just to shade, having safety help would help out a lot. Having a guy like Wilcox, too, has taken Trey Taylor out of the game offensively mm -hmm. because he's had to work so hard on defense tonight. Second and nine from the 36-yard line of Parma Western. Snap come rolling out right. Wheeler wants the pass. Looks, fires near the sideline. Caught it midfield. Slipping through one tackler and getting a few extra yards. Number two, Connor Tinnerman. 
gets to the Richmond 46 yard, 47, excuse me, where it will be first and 10 Parma Western. Boy, they, they just keep having uh, weapons and uh, guys are uh, getting open. 28-3 Parma Western leads under six minutes to go now in the third quarter. First and 10 from the Richmond 47-yard line. Out of the pistol, Wheeler trips to the left, one man out to the right. Wilcox off the field, snap comes, fullback dive, going nowhere. First contact was made by Kevin McKiernan. No, excuse me, that was number 37, Hudson Davenport. He's had a nice game defensively, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it hasn't been all negative for Richmond uh, in, in this game. I thought McKiernan had a great first half, uh, and uh, Davenport has been working hard. Um, it's not lack of effort for, for Richmond. Like, no. Th they're trying. Second and 11 from the Richmond 48-yard line. Snap comes, pitch to the left, Wilcox looking for room to run. Cuts up across midfield, across the 45, runs over to the defender to about the 43. Let's see where they spot him out of bounds. It'll be a third and medium. Depends how medium on the spot. Favorable spot for the Blue Devils, Dennis. They only yeah. put him to about the third, the 44-yard line. They need to get to what, the 37, third and seven, would you say? Uh, I'm going to call it third and six. I, I think they've put the ball down here around the 43. All right, and as Dennis says, third and six from the 43-yard line. On the left hash, twins split out to the right. One man in the backfield, Oliver. Motion comes, rolling out right, Wheeler. Looking, 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 plenty of time, fires, and it is juggled and dropped. Good coverage from Trey Taylor. He wanted Wilcox, and that was a nice throw by Wheeler, Dennis. Better coverage by Trey Taylor. Well, and I like what uh, Taylor uh, did because Wilcox tried to kind of tip that ball up to himself, and Taylor came in and put a shoulder into him, made sure that the catch wasn't made. Offense staying on the field for Parma Western. I'm not actually surprised by this. They're in Richmond territory, and they've been making these plays tonight. Wilcox split out far to the right. Wheeler out of the pistol. Fourth and six from the 43-yard th line. They wanted the hard count. Check with me. Offense staying on the field. Under 10 seconds left to go on the play clock. Under five. Snap comes. They're going for it. Wheeler stopping back. Throwing up the home run ball for Wilcox. It is caught. Oh, it went through his arms. Break for the... Blue Devils, a couple drop passes each way, and the Blue Devils, by hook or by crook, get a fourth down stop and get the ball at their own 43-yard line. Yeah, as much as we said it should have been a touchdown uh, for Richmond, that should have been a touchdown. Wilcox has got to make that catch. Hey, count your blessings. Take the ball on your own 43-yard line. Get a score here. They trail 28-3. to The Richmond Blue Devils do just under five minutes to go in the third quarter. Dennis, that could have been an early nail in the coffin, but it doesn't happen. Richmond has had a few almost plays. It's about time they catch a break as Anthony Benetti comes out. First and 10 from their own 43. Snap comes, handoff Salgan off the right side, cuts it up, cross midfield, 45-40, and he's tripped up inside the Parma Western 40. Dennis, when Jackson Jones gets in and he switches it up, it leaves room for Salgan. He stays fresher. Nice run on first down to the Parma Western 37. 26-yard gain by far and away the best run of the night for Salgan. And I think uh, the Panthers are looking for the pass so much 
that Richmond's kind of dinging them with these uh, draw plays, and they found something on the outside too. Have a shaken-up player. That's Wilcox coming off under his own power. Dennis, he's plays both ways for Parma Western. Even if he's out for a few plays, you have to take advantage of that as Richmond as they huddle up momentarily. Maybe a cramp, again, nothing serious for number seven, Cole Wilcox. Yeah, he's already telling the coach, I'll be back in in a play or two here. Dennis, feels like the playbook's wide open right now for Richmond despite trailing 28-3. First and 10 from the Parma Western 37-yard line. Twins split out to the left, including Ben Hitzelberger, Saligan in the back. Hand off right side, short side of the field, cuts up the 35-30, gets near the first down marker. Dennis, Denny Saligan, a lot of room to work, gets about nine yards on first and 10. Yeah, and th th they're... There's something on that far side of the field. Running the ball to the uh, right, they found something because that's where all these big runs have uh, come from. Cole Wilcox still on the sideline acting fine. I think he just needed a breather after coming off because he's been on the field a lot for the Panthers. Second and two from the 29-yard line of Parma Western. Twins to the left, Salgan the offset back to the right. Hudson Davenport, the off-the-ball tight end to the left. Snap comes looking for the pass. Throws to the far side over the head of Hitzelberger. That one was a bit overthrown, Dennis, but I don't mind the shot on second and short. Again. No, and, and again, they were pretty even, but at the end there, Hitzelberger got separation, uh, and with a throw uh, in the neighborhood, that would have been a big play for Richmond. How many times have we said that? Third and short, Dennis. We said it last time and we were wrong, but it's got to be four down territory, right? Oh, it's four down territory here. Now, Maddie, And I don't even mind taking another shot here and coming back on fourth and short. Third and two, just inside the 30 at the Parma Western 29-yard line. Out of the gun, Benetti. Twins left. Hand off inside Saligan. He gets near the first down marker. Hit, spins off a tackler and gets just enough. Needed two, got three. Should be, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I was worried. Well, I, I'm waiting because these guys have been a little shady with the marks, but he easily got that first down. Now, if Saligan goes down where, he, where contact is first made, he might be a hair short, but the spinning off the tackle fell forward another two feet, easily got him the first down, first and 10 from the Parma 26-yard line, 28-3. The Parma Western Panthers lead about 3-18 and counting if I can see the little scoreboard in the booth again. No working scoreboard here at Parma Western. First and 10 from the 28. Benetti wow. tries to roll out to the left, gets sacked. Back at the 36-yard line. Huge loss for the Blue Devils. will bring up second and about 17. That's the third sack for uh, the Panthers uh, in this ball game. First here in the second half, and it just seems to come at the worst times for Richmond. Second and what about 17 from the Parma Western 35-yard line. Dennis, you got to switch something up as number 28 Trey Taylor checks into the game. Hudson Davenport comes out trying to get a little more speed, maybe spread the field a bit here if you're Richmond. Yeah, this, this probably means they're going to go four wide here. From the middle of the field, second and 17 after the sack, and Richmond takes a timeout. Dennis, you know how I feel about using second-half timeouts. On second and 17, Richmond burns their first one down 28-3. Yeah, but again, they've got to get a positive play here. They've got to when when it's third down, they've got to get third and makeable. Even though I know it's four down territory, you need seventeen. You need six or seven yards here. 
Dennis, I know conventional play calling would say go for a screen, go for a draw. They've kind of tried it. I guess it depends what Parma Western was showing there because, again, we haven't studied the film like the coaches have. Maybe take the deep shot here because, again, there have been open guys. There have been open receivers. It's just been ping pong about who's taking turns, whether the receivers have made a drop or Benetti has just overthrown them a bit. But you feel like they're due to connect on one. They're going Jones in the backfield uh, here unless they feel he's a better pass protector. It's going to be on the left side. McKiernan and Hitzelberger split out, and I believe Taylor and Graham split out on the right. Second and 17 from the 30. McKiernan goes in motion now, trips right. Rolling out right, Benetti looking downfield, fires short pass, caught at the 30. McKiernan runs over a defender, split past the 25. Near the 20, Dennis, that's a gain of about 13 on second and 17. Third and short coming up for the Blue Devils. Yeah, I like that play call, and that's a nice call on second and long, and now you got yourself third and short. Hudson Davenport checking into the game. Uh, they're going to say about what, the 22, 23-yard line? Need to get to 17-ish, third and five, we'll say, from the right hash. Again, four down territory, but you're right, Dennis. I like the play call. Gave, gave Bonetti options, took the short, easy pass, and McKiernan did all the work after the catch. Third and five from the right hash at the 17-yard line and more confusion. Sean Misko not happy, has to burn a second timeout. Dennis, yeah, that timeouts one. can be <laughs> life support, and he's had to burn two in two plays. That's that one you don't like. Um, he he I, was I, heated. I, again, though, if you can come out of this timeout and have another nice play like you just had, you're again, you're at the 22. You need touchdowns. I mean, I, I guess if you kick a field goal here, it's like you've scored a touchdown on your last two possessions, but I, I just don't think that's the way you're going to get back into the ball game. No, no, not at all. Maybe you take a shot. That was a short huddle on the far sideline with Sean Misko. I think it was basically figure it out, get your heads on straight. This is a big play. <laughs> Wasn't a whole lot of uh, a pep talk there. Looks like a bunch formation. Twins to the far side. That's the short side of the field. Third and five coming up for Richmond on the 23-yard line. Snap comes, handoff left side. Jones has room to work across the 20, 15, 10, 5. Jackson Jones gets into the end zone for the first time tonight for Richmond. How about that play call out of the timeout? It is 28-9. Richmond really needed that one, Dennis. And I think they, they caught uh, the Panthers there looking for the pass, and it was pretty obvious that that was a run formation and they were going to run the ball. And Jackson Jones has given Richmond uh, a little bit of uh, uh, pick-me-up here in the uh, third quarter of this game. 23-yard touchdown run there was huge. Now, Dennis, they're kicking the extra point. I'd go for two here to make it a two-touchdown uh, two and field goal game. Snap up, kick up. Matty Eunice is for more or less – automatic to make it 28 to 10 but you go for two there and you get it it's 28 17 a field goal is back on the menu yeah uh i i, I guess you know that they've got that that book thing and it kind of frowns upon going for two too early in a game and i guess the third quarter is considered too early i don't know uh kind of looking at the math 18 you need three scores 17 you need three scores but as you said with the 17 
uh, you you can kick a field goal for one of your scores with 18. I guess you need three touchdowns. You know what? I'll take that back. With 18, you can score and you can kick a field goal, and it still makes it a two-score game. Yeah, I think that's the right call. I will retract my questioning. I was a little off in math. Don't blame me. I mean. I didn't take a math class no, in college. Uh, uh, Dennis, but that was a nice run from Jackson Jones. How far out was he when he scored? 23 yards? 23 yard run uh, by Jones. And you know what? He split two defenders there about halfway through that run and really accelerated into the end zone. You know, we talk about Saligan as the speed back. Jones ain't no slouch in the 40 yard dash either. He's just a little slower because a lot of people are a little slower than Denny Saligan. And he hit that second gear and no one was catching him. Matty Eunice on to kick off. A shorter kick fielded by Wilcox at the 10. Has some room to work across the 15 to the 20 to the near sideline. Cuts outside again. Across the 30. Gets tripped up. Pushed out of bounds. The flag comes in at the 28. Dennis, that's going to push Parma Western back. And bad starting field position. Another break for the Blue Devils here in the second half. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope this is a 15-yard or two. Further back we can send them, the better. Uh, Richmond, I... I you know, no quit, and now they're they're getting some good things to go their way, and maybe feeling a little better about themselves. Um, let's just keep trying to put pressure here on Western. Hey, this was a twenty-eight nothing ball game early in this third quarter. They gave up a big scoring play uh, to to start the quarter. It would have been really easy for them to uh, call out to the parking lot and say, "Hey, let's get the buses warmed up and let's get uh, out of here." But uh, Richmond has knuckled down here, and they've played their best football of the game probably in the last uh, six to eight minutes. Penalty was against Parma Western. They still lead it 28-10. to 10. Can't see how much time's left late third quarter. Again, no working scoreboard. First and 10 from the 15-yard line of Parma Western. Out of the pistol once again, Wheeler. As Kautzi goes left to right in motion, handoff up the middle, tripped up immediately, nowhere to go for the fullback, Oliver. Dennis, they've done a good job. Richmond has on first down. It'll be second and nine for Parma Western from their own 16-yard line. I think Richmond's run defense has been really good uh, in this football game all along. Again, most of the yardage for Parma Western on the ground was 180-yard uh, run by the uh, the quarterback, uh, Wheeler. Uh, it's been the, the pass game that's hurt them. Second and nine from the 16-yard line. Pitch to the far side. Going nowhere. Chase down. Hudson Davenport. Big man can move. It's going to be a loss of two. Third and 11. Dennis, the Blue Devils are down 18, but it feels like they have the momentum right now. Huge third and 11. And if you're curious, Wilcox back on the field. He's on the near side. Yeah, yeah you watch the, the play action uh, here because Western's stayed aggressive here in this football game. Twins out to the right, including Wilcox. Out of the pistol again, Wheeler. Four men on the line of scrimmage, dropping back. Wheeler looking, looking, firing the deep ball down the far sideline into double coverage and falls incomplete. A big three and out for the Blue Devils. That's going to force a Parma Western punt. Dennis, is that the end of the third quarter? All right, that's the end of the third quarter. We'll get out of this break quickly. 28-10, Parma Western leads Richmond. Richmond about to get the ball back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. 
Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 28-10, Parma Western leads Richmond, but Parma Western punting from deep in their own territory. High snap brought down, end over end kick, not deep. And it is off the leg of number 28, Trey Taylor, but had the wherewithal to fall back on it, avoiding disaster. But Dennis, first and 10, Richmond from the Parma Western 27-yard line. This is a great opportunity to score and score quickly. Yeah, that's a net 12-yard kick right there. Now you understand why Parma Western a little more aggressively offensively. Special teams hasn't been there for Parma Western. First and 10 from the 27-yard line. 28-10. Richmond trails the Panthers here at the start of the fourth quarter. Saligan in the backfield with Benetti. Twins out to the right. Snap comes. Handoff. Saligan up the middle. Finds a little room to work. Gets across the 15 down to the 14. No, they're going to mark him back at the 15. Gain a three, second and seven. Dennis, you don't need to be in hurry-up mode, but just have a little extra pep in your step. I just like keeping the keep the pressure on uh, the Panthers right now. They're back on their heels. Richmond's got a little pep in their step, uh, too, with the, the way Jones and Saligan have been running. Second and seven from the 25-yard the, uh, line. Handoff, ah. Saligan gets wrestled down five yards in the backfield. Number 53 for Parma Western. Cole Bryant, that's a big play to set up a third and 13. All the way back at the 30-yard line. Now it's likely on the arms of Benetti. Although, as we mentioned last drive, field goal is in play. And Drew Mattiunas might have the strongest leg in the Blue Water area. Yeah, they're actually in range here. But you'd like to pick something up here on third down. You'd like to pick up the first down or get it close enough that going forward on fourth down is an option. Trips left one man to the right. Benetti out of the gun. Takes snap dropping. Looking, looking under pressure. Hit as he throws. And it is tipped and incomplete. Throw that in a double coverage. And decision time for Sean Misko, fourth and long. Do you trust Matty Yunus for a 47-yard kick? We know that he's got the leg for it, Brady. I'm a little nervous about the spot on the field, though, because that's where um, they they slipped. Uh, Benetti slipped in the first uh, quarter, and he slipped again there, too, and had to reset his uh, foot. Matty Yunus coming on for what would be a 47-yard field goal Dennis we know he has the leg in pregame he was hitting them from 55 a little different in full live action Matty Eunice getting ready on to hold his Hitzelberger 
Good snap, good hold, the kick, line drive, not quite. A little to the left, it had the leg. It will be no good, and the short punt does not hurt Parma Western. The Panthers take over, I believe, first and 10 from their own 20-yard line because in high school, Dennis, yeah, like unlike, unlike college in the NFL, it is treated like a punt. So theoretically, if that ball would have landed at the one and stayed there, Richmond could have downed it, and it would have been first and 10 from the one-yard line. If it goes out of bounds, same situation. So since it sailed out of the end zone, treated like a punt, first and 10 Parma Western at the 20 yard line yeah he was going to put it at the 25 and the referee stepped in and uh, corrected that and said nope it's got to come back to the 20 that's a touchback 28 10 parma western leads richmond richmond coming off a three and out well they've traded three and outs to say the least first and 10 from the 20 little confusion referee says we're good to go power eye offset eye formation wheeler out of the pistol hands off left side tries to find room work he's got room that is oliver to the right side a first down and more 35 40 gets pushed out about no stays in bounds across the 45 near midfield dennis that hole opened up and opened up big wow that came out of nowhere because uh and a late flag too yeah they, they have not well where that flag is at maybe this will come back because it looked that's like a 29 yard run if it stands it looked like after the play it's a matter of if it's on richmond or parma western well, i'm looking at the one back around the 35 oh so there's two flags there was one after the play you see one on yeah. just that's the oh good catch dennis so we might have offsetting penalties here and that might all been for nothing <laughs> now dennis you've been around longer than me I don't know exactly in high school if one's during the play and one is after the play, do they assess both or are they still offsetting? You know, that's a good question because over the years, I have seen it where they've walked it one way and then walked it the other. So it looks like they're going to walk it off from the 35 against Parma Western, and I believe it was an unsportsmanlike against Richmond. So they're walking it off back to the 25. And, oh, again against Parma Western, both of them. So holding and unsportsmanlike conduct turns what was a 29-yard gain into a loss of 10. That's a big break for Richmond. That's a huge break for Richmond. First and 20 from the 10-yard line. <laughs> it is going – this is a perfect time for a turnover, Dennis. Absolutely. <laughs> the PA guy's having some fun with it. All right, after that confusion, first and 10 from the 20-yard line. Parma Western leads 28-10, beginning of the fourth quarter. Two men in the backfield, two men split out to the left. Wheeler in the pistol. Good snap, thrown to the right side, and it is juggled and dropped. Looked for Trenton uh, Schneebout. Ball is incomplete, second and 20. Yeah, he uh, he didn't get enough on that one. He short hopped it over to uh, Schneebelt, who had a big catch uh, towards the end of the first half, that 36-yard uh, touchdown score. That's the only time they've thrown the ball to him until just there. Would have had a little bit of room to work had he caught it, but second and, well, all right, that's not quite 20. They, pardon me, it's about on the 13, would you say? So second and 17. 
from the 13-yard line of yeah, Parma West. Yeah, they're inside the 15. I just can't tell exactly where. That is my fault. Twins out to the left. Now twins to the right. One man in the backfield. Wheeler puts a man in motion left to right. Hand off to the right side. Going nowhere. Oliver swarming Richmond defense. Saw a few guys in on the tackle. I believe Wesley Peters led the way for the Blue Devil defense. Third and about 15. And we have a down Parma Western Panther. And we'll get an injury timeout. Yeah, again, Richmond's run defense won one play against them uh, tonight, and that was the triple option 80-yard run by uh, Wheeler. Otherwise, they've been really solid against the run game. Um, it's It's been the pass game that's hurt them. Wheeler's thrown for 207 uh, yards, and actually I'm a little surprised that Parma Western's gone a little conservative here because they, they were aggressive in that third quarter and about midway through they they stopped throwing the ball and that's when richmond started picking up the momentum braxton nichols the injured panther and offensive lineman up under his own power but dennis you get the stop here you gotta know where number seven cole wilcox is he's split out to the far side you get a stop here you bring the pressure on the punt they've struggled with very little pressure on the punt it'll be wilcox split out to the left Twin or out to the right, rather, excuse me. Twins out to the left. Parma Western working right to left now under the lights. Wheeler from the pistol. Man in motion right to left. Now trips left. Wheeler takes a snap, fakes the pitch, or the screen, I should say, rather. Now wants the screen on the far side. Snuffed out by Richmond. Going nowhere. Maybe a gain of one on third and 15. Punt team's going to have to come out for Parma Western. Yeah, that play took a little bit of time to uh, develop. Um, and Richmond was not fooled at all on the play. I think they uh, got that uh, completed maybe to Oliver there on the far side, and it doesn't look like they picked up any yardage at all. Not at all. Again, a conservative play call. Let's see what Richmond does here on the punt. If they bring pressure after it, back to return, Trey Graham. He's on the Parma Western 45-yard line. Good snap, one step uh, off the side of the foot, but it's going to get down the field, and it bounced off someone. It's still on the ground. Taylor picks it up at his own 40 and recovered. Now, if it was touched by a Parma Western player, and there's a flag back at the Parma Western 40, it was touched by a Parma Western player, Dennis. I believe it goes back to the spot where he originally touched it. Yeah, we'll see. what the, That was a very confusing uh, play. Again, you're in a situation, Graham's out there, he wants to make a play for his team, but the, the better part of Valor there would have just get out of the way uh, well, and I get think away it, from the ball. It might have touched a Richmond player as it was coming down. That might have I, I think it hit a, a Western player first, then it hit a Richmond player. But the thing is, if it hits a Western player first, no matter the result, he could pick it up, fumble, they score, it goes back. Oh, it's a sideline warning against Parma Western. If it hit a Parma Western player first, which they're saying it didn't, so it must have hit a Blue Devil, no matter what Trey Taylor does, it goes back to that spot. So it's playing with house money at that point. And they're spotting it. And uh, now they're having a discussion at yeah, the Richmond at the 40. 40. I think you're going to see a deep shot here, Dennis. Back is Jones with Benetti, first and 10 from their own 40-yard line. Trips left, one man to the right. Deepest man for the Western defense stands at their own 49. Handoff Jones, draw up the middle, gets hit at the line of scrimmage, not going to get much farther than that. Gain of half a yard, 
second and a long nine coming up for Richmond. Well, I mean, if you're Richmond, you got to go with what works, and that's been uh, working. But, uh, uh, again, they're going to need to do it better than a yard at a time. 28-10, Richmond trails Parma Western, I believe, under nine minutes to go now in the fourth quarter. McKiernan and Hitzelberger split out to the far left, to the near side. That looks like Trey Taylor out of the gun. Benetti dropping back, looking. Pressure comes, fires it over the hands of McKiernan, incomplete. Third and nine coming up. I'm going to tell you what, though. When Benetti figures this out, Brady, because he's got a strong arm. Teams in the BWAC, uh, there might be somebody besides Crosslex that can throw the ball next year. Yeah, yeah for sure. Benetti has the arm talent. He's just a young quarterback, and he's got to figure it out as a freshman. Third and a long nine from just inside the Richmond 41-yard line. Need to get to the midfield stripe. Trips left, one man out to the right. Out to the left is Graham, Benetti, and McKiernan. Dropping back, faking the screen. Benetti runs away from pressure all the way back at his own 30. Turns up field across the line of scrimmage, across the 45 near midfield, but a flag comes in late back at the line of scrimmage. Dennis, this is going to come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see here because uh, 75 for Parma Western had the Richmond guy down on the ground and he was kind of stomping on him. I don't know if that's because the Richmond guy was holding on to his ankle and he was trying to get away. Well, they pointed. Let's see. Wait, it is holding against Richmond. So a nice play by Benetti goes for naught. Third and 20, Dennis. Now that was a, a really uh, strange play. I don't know who was on the ground, but they had uh, Hansinger by the ankle, and it looked like he was, like, kicking him to try to get free. So for a second, I was hoping they were going to call Hansinger. Third and 21, ball placed at the Richmond 29. They need to get to the middle of the field to get a first down. Trips now to the near side. That's to right the right of Bonetti. Snap comes looking, staying clean in the pocket. Fires over the middle. That is behind that uh, Hitzelberger. Falls incomplete, fourth and forever, and Richmond is going to send the punt team on. Yeah, this is a tough situation. I think you almost have to. Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, I'll put it this way. If you go for it here on fourth down and you don't get the 20 yards or whatever it is that you need, you're giving them the ball inside your 30 with a chance to put the exclamation point on things. So here, live to fight another day. Hudson Davenport on the punt. High snap. Jumps up, gets it. Gets a end-over-end kick across midfield. Bounces at the 45. All the way down near the 35. And Oliver almost touched that before it was downed by Cole Murphy. That's where Jackson County Parma Western will take over. Leading 28-10 uh, with it looks like seven-some minutes left in the fourth quarter. Again, we haven't had a scoreboard working all game. Oliver so, really guesstimating. Oliver really wanted to reach out and touch that ball, Brady, and somebody must have yelled from the sidelines because he pulled back really quick and like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's no reason to get anywhere near that football. <laughs> he really wanted to, didn't it? It just looked like he had a, you know, a temporary uh, loss of uh, where he was at and what he was doing. Third and four, third and or first and ten from the 34 G's have me all confused. Oliver or Wheeler. Out of the pistol, 
Snap comes, triple option, handoff to the right side, hitting the backfield and staying on his feet for a moment before being knocked down way back behind the line of scrimmage was Jack Laporte. First time I've called his name, and that's going to be a loss of seven, Dennis. Yeah, actually, that's the second time they've given the ball to Laporte tonight on that play, and he's gone for minus 15. Has not been a play to go to second and 17. Sam Denipol, by the way, on that TFL. Second and 17 from about the 28-yard line of Parma Western. Out of the pistol. Snap comes. Screen to the left side. Hauled in at the 25. Gets across the 30. Pushed out at the 35. That's all Dalton Heavey could get. Back near the original line of scrimmage. I think he got just past it. It'll be third and nine Parma Western. Yeah, they, they get basically what they uh, lost on the, uh, the sack play or the tackle back behind the line of scrimmage. You know, the, the Heavey actually caught the first two passes that they threw tonight, and then they haven't gone to him since the first quarter. Third and nine, motion makes it trips right. Wheeler, quick pop pass, caught the first down marker and more. Raskowski across the 30, the 20, the 10, into the end zone, and the nail goes in the coffin of Richmond. Third and nine, had a chance to get off the field, and on the motion, a miscommunication again. And it is a 60-yard touchdown pass to Lincoln Reskowski. Yeah, uh, 66 officially there. And, uh, boy, Wheeler's moving up on 300 yards. He won't get there because he probably won't throw again. But uh, th that's the backbreaker right there. And that's a shame because I really think Richmond has played a better football game here in the second half. They have, again, game of inches got to execute. And they haven't executed when the chips have been down. Team with only 12 seniors on it, freshman quarterback. Going into the playoffs, you'd like to play a little better, and they have. Again, I don't think the, the score is reflective of how close this game is. Kick is up, and a nice kick through the uprights from Cooper Teneman makes it 35-10 in favor of Parma Western. And that's... Uh, Give uh, Western some credit there. Uh, it was the perfect play call, and uh, Raskowski ran right down the center of the field in a seam. Uh, it kind of reminds me of plays uh, that Cardinal Mooney runs to get it to Trent Rice and Trombley and those guys, uh, and uh, Raskowski caught it on the fly, and uh, he never slowed down till he was about halfway into the end zone. Well, if Richmond wants any prayer, it's a four-score game now with it being 35-10. to 10. They're going to have to score quickly and then score quickly again to even have a chance. How much would that field goal from Matty Eunice help? Again, big, big ask for a, third, or for a high schooler to make a 47-yarder. And he had the leg for it. He just yeah. pushed it a little left. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're in a situation now where again, they need touchdowns and two point conversions and onside kicks, and a lot has to happen. And uh, I don't know exactly how much time is left, but we're we're running out. Looks like we're about midway through the fourth quarter as Tenerman runs up, squib kick down the middle of the field. They're going to let it bounce all the way to Graham. Graham gets it at the 20, cuts up the 25, bounces through, tries to get to the outside, and eventually tackled down at the 30-yard line. That's where Richmond will take over, down 35-10 to 10, midway through the fourth quarter. 
again, I, I think there's positives to take out of the way Richmond has played here in the second half of the uh, the game. Um, where, where this one got away from them was two or three plays in the first half of the game, and instead of being a 7 nothing or 7-7 game at halftime, it was a 21 nothing game. They've, they've been blow for blow with uh, – uh, the Panthers here in the second half. That they have tight formation with twins split out to the left. Benetti out of the gun, handoff Jones, bouncing off the left side. Gets past the line of scrimmage, cuts up to the 35, 40, 45, and he runs over the safety and goes out of bounds. Gain of about 15 on first and 10 for Richmond. Out to the Richmond 45-yard line. Dennis, it seems like that's been the theme the last couple games. They had North Branch dead to rights, couldn't finish. They were going blow for blow with Almont. Almont pulled away at the end, and another game where they they've played well. They have like there isn't been any glaring obvious mistakes, but haven't made the plays when they needed to. First and ten from their own 45 yard line after the 15 yard Jones run. Saligan now in the backfield. Snap comes this time. Saligan off the left side bounces up across midfield and down to the Parma Western 49. Gain of six. Second and four coming up for Richmond. By the way, Jackson Jones had 10 yards at halftime, Brady. 99 yards rushing in the ball game now. He is a big second a, half. Yeah, heck of a second half. 35-10, Richmond trails Parma Western. Again, it's uh, only 7:48, Dennis, and we're nearing the end of this ball game. Don't mind that 5:30 start. Yeah, because it's been dark too the whole it, time. It has been dark. It's been a little misty, but it's a beautiful facility here at George M. Baker Memorial Field. Second and four from the Western 49-yard line. Snap. Benetti's a little low. Pump fake to the right side. Throw and a nice catch by Trey Graham, who takes a big hit at the 45-yard line. That'll move the chains. First and ten, Richmond. Yeah, and I think Graham knew he was going to get hit there, so. That's a really nice grab. His first catch of the uh, game. Like, Benetti's stats aren't pretty. Brady's 4 out of 18 for 68 yards, but I don't think he's played that bad of a ball game. No, they officially spot the ball at the 44, so that's what will be a first and 10. But talking to some of the Richmond coaches, they think this kid's a stud in the making, but as a freshman, you kind of take some lumps, and this is the learning experience. First and 10 from the Parma Western 44-yard line. Snap comes, a little high, handoff to Jones. Very patient, finds a little bit of a crease, and gets past the line of scrimmage, gain of about two to the Parma Western 43. So that'll put him over 100 yards, so small victories. Got to find it because next week, in all likelihood, with this loss, Richmond would, unless something drastically changes in the projections, have to go to East China Stadium and play a very talented Marine City Mariner team. From the right hash, second and a short nine or a long eight, depending on how you're feeling today. Benetti out of the shotgun, tri tri or Twins left, takes a snap, fires down the left sideline, got Hitzelberger open, caught at the 25, cuts back inside the 20, a big game for Richmond to get it inside the Parma Western red zone. First time Hitzelberger has been has found a connection with Benetti. Got a 28-yard uh, pickup uh, there for the uh, Blue Devils. Two catches, 48 yards today for Hitzelberger. Down to about the 16-yard line of Parma Western. Richmond 
looking to pull off a miracle comeback down 35-10 with about five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. It's got to start with something, Dennis. If you want, if you want a chance, got to score a touchdown here. Twins to the right, including Hitzelberger split out way to the right. Handoff Jones off the left side, bounces off one tackler in the backfield, gets past the line of scrimmage, drags a Western defender out past about the 15, where he'll be knocked out of bounds, gain of about four. Yeah, he got four or five yards there when it looked like he was in trouble in the backfield. Hard to tell. I think they gave him about six. Down to about the 13, you'd say? Yeah, we're kind of at an angle here. At the, I'll call it the 12. I'll, why don't we just split the difference, call it the 12. Sounds good. It, it's you, Those hash marks on the far side are just gone. Second and about five from about the 13-yard line for Richmond. Twins to the right, Jones the back in the backfield. They're going to give it right back to Jones. Going up the middle, slips through a hole and can't quite get to the first down marker, but gets close, gain of about three, third and two coming up for the Blue Devils. There wasn't a lot of room for him to squeeze uh, through there, and that was actually kind of a nice run there by Jones. I know it's only two yards, but it, it looked like it was all clogged up and there was nothing there, and, and he found some squiggle room. Yes, he did. Third and two from the left hash. Ball placed, looks like on the 10-yard line. Benetti out of the gun with twins right. Hard count, and they got Western to jump. Unless a Richmond lineman move that I didn't see, and nope, offsides against Parma Western. Free first down for the Blue Devils. They trail 35-10 with under four minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. It'll be first and goal from the five-yard line. Things you work on with the freshman quarterback, Dennis, feel good to get a touchdown here. Yeah, finish this drive. Jackson Jones already has one touchdown scored from 23 yards out. He will be the back next to Benetti in the gun. Hitzelberger and Graham split out wide to the right. Snap comes, goes back to Jones again, trying to run his feet, get through a pile, and he won't get much past the three-yard line gain of about two. Second and goal coming up. It's all right. You got uh, three more downs here. Just keep feeding Jackson Jones, and I think you'll get in the end zone. Richmond not in any particular hurry. Benetti hustles back to the line. Second and goal from the three. Ball just to the left of the middle of the field. Same two suspects split out wide to the right. Graham and Benetti, or excuse me, Hitzelberger as they hand off to Jones again. Cutting up the left side. Breaks one tackle. Running his feet trying to get past the goal line and he will not be able to. So down to down the, the one. one yeah. Third and goal from about three feet out. You're saying the three, but there that's the maybe the two inside the one. Either way, it's not a long ways to go for Richmond on third down. The other deceptive thing is there's kind of a berm to the field so and they're kind of on the other side of the hill <laughs> yes they are third and goal from the two snap goes Benetti keeper up the middle he wiggles his way yeah, into the it. end zone touchdown Anthony Benetti and the Richmond Blue Devils kind of like that I know Jones kind of carried him down and you like to reward your guy but I like giving the freshman the TD there a little bit of a different key too everyone's expecting you to give it to Jones Quarterback keeper, don't mind it. Drew Matty Eunice on for the extra point kick. 
And so Berger on the hold. Good snap, good hold. And automatic Matty Eunice puts it through to make it 35-17. Dennis, I'm expecting the onside kick here. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't at least try. Um, again, do I think it's impossible to come back in the game? Of course not. Do I think it's likely? Probably not, but you got to keep doing the things to try to extend the football mm -hmm. game. And, and, again, you're working here right now as Richmond. Do things the right way. Finish the game strong. So let's see if I can get about how much time's left. Looks like 2.42 is my best guess. Can't tell for sure, but not a lot of time left for Richmond. They trail 35-17. I guess if you have a kicker that you'd like to try an uh, onside kick with, Drew Matiunas seems to know what he's doing with his right foot. We need to go arena football here and get the Uno. Get the Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, he almost put a hole in that building back there behind the uprights on that last extra point. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he booted that one through. Hands team on for Parma Western. They're slightly overloaded to the right. I guess the weak spot is the near side of the field. Kick it to the 30 and run down there and get it. I've seen now, it. They're, I've they're seen thinking about that. They're dropping a guy back there. The run up and a pooch kick to the left side. It's got to hit the ground twice. It's caught near the sideline. I believe a fair catch is called. It was first and 10, Parma Western coming out at about their own 41-yard line. Dennis, for those who don't know, a recent rule change. I believe the ball has to hit the ground two times before a kicking or yeah the kicking team can recover or it has to be touched by a receiving team yeah and that's you know safety protocol i know they've adopted that in pro and college have they adopted it in high school i know they can't just pooch it in the air because port here on high tried that earlier in the year i don't know about the one touch rule yeah Wheeler comes out, has a man behind him, believe that is Oliver from the pistol. First and 10 from their own 42-yard line. Handoff up the middle, patient run. Oliver breaks through a couple arm tackles, gets across the 45 to the 46. Gain of four yards on first and 10. Oliver has been the... Uh... The unflashy guy, the, the, the dirty yards guy yes, for them. He he, he's been. carried uh, 10 times for just 28 yards, but he's had some important carries in the ballgame. 35-17, Parma Western leads. They have the ball second and six from their own 46-yard line. Snap comes a little high. Hand off up the middle, not getting very far. Number 40, Rocco Neely, fullback. Gain of about two. Again, Richard only has one timeout left. I think a first down would put the Panthers in victory formation, Dennis. Neely's another guy. That's the first time he's touched the ball since the first quarter. They have some athletes here at Parma Western. And I was looking forward to saying Rocco a lot tonight. <laughs> it is a fun name. <laughs> Third and four from their own 48-yard line. Parma Western and Wheeler work out of the pistol. Snap comes to the left, handoff on the reverse, getting a little bit of room to work is Laporte. He gets up near the first down marker. Dennis, that's the first time that play's gone for positive yardage. 
He got across the 50. He needed to get to the Richmond 48. He only got to the Richmond 49. Yeah, I'm looking at that, and I was like, if they spot this as a first down, I'm going to go down there and have some words with uh, somebody. <laughs> Fourth and one, though, across the 50, so they'll go for it. Wheeler works out of the pistol. Twins out to the left. One man in the backfield. Takes a snap, hands it off up the middle. Breaking off one tackle is Rocco Neely. He gets the first down, and that should make it all academic here at Parma Western. Yeah, and for a second there, I thought they were going to get him about a yard uh, behind the line of scrimmage, but he bounced away from that uh, tackle, picks up the first down, and that should uh, put the icing on the cake here. Believe if they want it to, that can be the last play. We're well under a minute. I believe they're saying, do they have to run another play? Both teams looking towards their respective sidelines, and they will not. Yeah. Parma Western will defend home field on senior night on a Thursday early evening game. They take this one over the Richmond Blue Devils, 35-17. We'll tell you all about it on the Get Stuck On Sports postgame show coming up right after this. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985-7103. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck On Sports postgame show. Jackson County, Parma Western, the Panthers down the Blue Devils in the regular season finale, 35-17. Dennis, I said it at halftime, I'll say it again, a game of missed opportunities for the Blue Devils. Yeah, you you think back uh, through the game, Richmond had some chances. Uh, There were a couple of long throws in the first half where I thought they just missed getting uh, a big uh, play. Uh, And give uh, the Panthers uh, credit because they did make uh, big plays, especially in the in the first half. They had several second and longs, third and longs, where they made big plays. They'd make a mistake, and they'd come back on the next play and get a big play, and uh, they, they kind of earned a 21-0 lead at the, uh, the break, um, and Richmond was playing catch-up the rest of the uh, night. I thought they had a, a better second half. They did make some plays in the, uh, the second half, but they also – each team in the second half dropped a touchdown pass, but uh, in the end, uh, I just think uh, the Panthers made more plays than the Blue Devils tonight. Dennis, you you watched this whole game. Obviously, you have the stats. Who's your magna mega player of the game? Well, uh, for uh, Parma Western, they had 448 yards of offense uh, tonight, and we said it goes through the quarterback, Nolan uh, Wheeler, 12 out of 19 281 yards and three touchdowns through the air. Six carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown on that 80-yard triple option uh, play where he broke a tackle in the uh, backfield. So uh, Wheeler, uh, and there were a lot of guys that had big games tonight, but Wheeler had the most glaringly obvious numbers that he's got to be our Magna Mega performer of the game. Can't disagree with you there. Dennis, this Richmond team falls to 4-5, and although... Uh, a playoff format we complain about a lot will likely let the Blue Devils into the playoffs. They await their fate on the selection show on Sunday. They are, four, again, 4-5 four and five on the season. Feels like a young team. I know they have about a dozen seniors, but a team that's learning how to win. Yeah, I'm not going to pull the wool over anybody's eyes and say I'm expecting Richmond to go into the playoffs and win a district uh, where they'd have to upset uh, – uh, Armada and Marine City or Marine City and Armada, which we assume will be the two teams that are going to win in, in that district if that's the way it gets set up. But Blue Devil fans, you need to be excited about the next couple of years because I do think that uh, Anthony Benetti is a piece that you can work with and that he can be a really good quarterback. 
Jackson Jones, only a junior. Trey Graham, a freshman. Uh, I mean, I know he's just the kicker, but he might be the best kicker in the area. Drew Maddie Eunice. Oh, excuse me. Drew Maddie Eunice is a senior. Uh, I was looking at the wrong line there. But, again, you're right. There's some pieces that are going to be coming back. Dennis, we'll finish up this broadcast. When we get this last break in, you're listening to Get Stuck on Sports Post Game Show. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. The Port Huron Prowlers return to action in November for their seventh season at McMoran Arena. Port Huron's second longest tenured franchise looks to prowl back on top of the FPHL. You can be there for all the excitement. Season tickets are just $250 for adults, kids, students, military, and seniors pay just $225. Order your tickets before August 31st and get the special early bird discount price. Cheer on local heroes like Port Huron's Austin Federley and Marysville's Dalton Young. Port Huron Prowlers Hockey, Year 7. For more information, go to phprowlers.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Two big games to close out the high school football regular season. Next Friday night, the St. Clair Saints travel to Marysville to meet the Vikings for the 69th time in their storied rivalry. Dennis has the coverage on Stream 1 from Walt Braun Viking Stadium next Friday night. On Stream 2, Brady will be at East China Stadium as the Marine City Mariners take on the Fighting Irish of Pontiac Notre Dame Prep in a battle of two teams with high playoff expectations. Kickoff for both games is 7 p.m. Live on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show, Jackson County, Parma, Western 35, Richmond 17. Dennis, final thoughts on this game? Uh, again, it, it comes down to execution, uh, and uh, Parma made uh, more plays tonight than Richmond. That's why they get to win the uh, football uh, game. Uh, and again, for Richmond, and, and uh, I don't want anybody to get mad at me, but I'm just l- look towards the next three seasons with the, with the Blue Devils. They're going to be uh, one of the teams in the BWAC that's going to be hard to play against uh, because Benetti's going to get better and better and better. And by his senior year, he's going to be one of the better guys uh, in our area. Absolutely. Dennis, uh, we have a pair of games tomorrow. I will be at East China Stadium to see the Marine City Mariners take on Pontiac Notre Dame prep in what should be a great ball game. I'm on stream two at 7 p.m. and Marine City team that Richmond might see in a week's time. Dennis, where will you be at? I'll be over at uh, Walt Braun Viking Stadium where Marysville will play host to St. Clair. Big rivalry uh, game. Interested to see how this goes. Marysville's kind of limping to the finish line, so this could be a nice feather under their cap if they can get the upset. Uh, And the Saints want to just keep performing. They didn't like the way they played last week against Lakeview, uh, and they want to be a number one seed in their district when the playoffs begin. Absolutely. A little bit of a shorter drive for us yeah. tomorrow. We'll go to the pro set, too, uh, tomorrow in the uh, backfield instead of the I formation Ex- like we had tonight. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. No, it was a weird situation. A 5.30 Thursday game. Jackson County, Parma Western, tops Richmond 35-17. For my broadcast partner, Dennis Stuckey, I've been Brady Beaton. You've been listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your f- sports. Have a safe and wonderful Thursday evening. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.